Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Tuesday Spy Media Football Show. I'm your host, Ben Sai. This is episode 57. Hope, I hope everybody's having a good Tuesday evening. Uh, it's just almost, it's almost 6 o'clock in the, in the East Coast, 3 o'clock in the West Coast. I got my boy, Ben Fair. We're going to talk about today. Uh, first, we'll talk about a little bit of college football, and then obviously we'll talk about, you know, recap of week one and do our week two picks. So, Ben Fair, how are, how are you, my man? Uh, hopefully, you're having a good week so far. And, uh, man, what a week one. And also, what what a great three weeks so far for the college football, my my friend. Yeah, I'm I'm glad to be here, man. Appreciate you for uh, asking me to do this. What every Tuesday now? So, yes, sir. Uh, this this is gonna be fun to to be recapping both college football and NFL with you. Uh, I'm still recovering from the Alabama loss, but I'm here to talk some football. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Let's get it, let's get it on now, Ben. Now, Ben. I don't like the haters on Twitter. I just I ignore them because they're stupid. Um, there's a lot of haters out there on Deion Sanders. So shout out to Deion Sanders, man. Uh, I'm so happy for him. They're two and zero and for Colorado. Um, you know he's making Colorado relevant. I'm so happy for him. We knew this was coming for Deion, but man, we saw it coming. This man has like 70 or 90 players joining Colorado, um, and I'm happy for him. You know I I hate the negativity on him because apparently, according to the fans out there, they think. Who uh, they think Colorado, Colorado so far? They think Colorado's been an easy team so far. I don't think they're easy. Um, I, I hate what they're saying that um, because they're saying, oh, TCU, they, they don't play defense in their conference. Yada yada yada. Um, Nebraska. Well, the, well, Matt Rule is actually a good college coach. People forget him about on um, Temple, but you know it is it is what it is. I'm so proud for Deion Sanders, and I'm I'm, I'm sure you love the quarterback, his son. It's out to uh, Sanders, by the way. He's playing well, so. Ben Fair, what's your thoughts with the Colorado? And I'm, I'm, bro, I want to be in tears because I'm so happy for Deion Sanders. I love when people doubt him, and that, that's what's great about the sport, uh, Ben. Um, because this man went from, you know, to a, I, I believe a, uh, it was some, uh, he coached, uh, what's what's it called? So somewhere in Florida, right? So, yeah, Jackson State. Um, and then obviously they missed him a lot. But Ben, what's your thoughts? And uh, I'm about to cry because I'm so I'm so happy for Deion Sanders. I really am. Mom. <clears throat> I'm happy for Dion as well. Um, I think the TCU win was a big shock for a lot of people. Yeah. Um, I didn't necessarily think they'd, they'd win that game just because of what TCU was able to do last year. Uh, but, they, you know, they stuck with them the whole game. Um, they pulled the win off. People, and for some reason, people were still trying to discredit them. Um, I understand TCU's DB core necessarily isn't good at all. Uh, they, were, they were one of the worst pass coverage teams in all of college football last year. Mm-hmm. Um, but, I mean, offensively, they can stick around with a lot of teams. So, mm-hmm. I, was, I was kind of shocked to still see Colorado put up that many points. Um, and then the, the Nebraska win. Um, you know, you would think after which they did the TCU, they, they should have beat Nebraska at home by a lot more. Yeah, and um, they should have done it easy, extremely easy, like they did in the second half. I mean, they played a phenomenal second half. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Uh, it took them a while in the first half to figure out, you know, what it was Nebraska was doing defensively. Nebraska was, you know, sending pressure. They, I mean, they stopped the run pretty much all game. Um, you know, outside of, like you said, really that second half, their defense was was pretty darn good. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, um, I still don't believe in that rule. You know, you talked about what he did at Temple, but, I mean, that's Temple, dude. Like, it's not too hard to succeed in a conference like that. 
Right, right, um, right, right. But I mean, at the same time, I'm not going to discredit him completely. Uh, it, it does take a lot of work to win at the college level. Uh, so, and, and I think a lot of it had to do with Nebraska just doesn't have a quarterback. Nope. Yep. Um, Jeff Sims came over from Georgia Tech. Uh, he's a run-heavy quarterback. I believe he's maybe thrown for 2,000 yards maybe once in his career in college. Mm-hmm. Um, and then – he just throws ill-advised throws time and time again. Um, mm-hmm. We saw that throughout the game. I believe he threw, what, three interceptions. So, um, I'm sure Matt Rule in a couple years might be able to bring Nebraska back to what it used to be. Mm-hmm. Um, back when we were extremely young and before we were even born, obviously <laughs> Nebraska used to be a powerhouse. It used to be, yeah. Uh, so, I mean, we'll see what he can do there. But, no, to discredit what Colorado is doing is, is kind of crazy. Um, this team won one game last year. Exactly. And now they've they've already won double the amount of games in just two games. They're relevant because of the old centers, yes. Uh, yeah. They play an easy schedule this week. Uh, so they should be 3-0, and which is going to be, what, two more wins than last mm-hmm, year. Mm-hmm. Um, I still expect them to, to, to run into a little bit of trouble when he goes up against, like, Oregon and USC. USC, yep. And I believe he had Washington. Yep. Well, uh, so I expect in those three matchups, definitely for us to really see what Colorado does. Uh, if they win all three of those matchups, hey, they might be competing for a national championship in year one. You know what, man? I, I'll be so happy for Deion Sanders. I mean, and Ben, I'm, I'm going to keep it real. You, you know me. I'm a USC fan. And listen, our year two, our divas got – I think it got better last year – this year. Uh, but year one was not the great. But year two, it got better because obviously we got that – Bear Alexander got from Georgia. Remember him? He was transferred. So that, that, that was great for us. But the biggest test for Colorado to me is the USC game. Because, I, and by the way, bet the over because it's going over, Ben. And I, I'm, listen, I'm being a realist, man. I, I, as a USC fan, I'm scared. Because, Ben, if Colorado plays defense, they might beat us. And that's going to be in Colorado. So I'm just saying, I'm just being a realist. And we, and we will see what happens. But that's going to be a high scoring game. And I think, to me, at this point, now, Ben, who, who would you consider to be the favorite right now for the Heisman? I mean, right now it's Caleb, but I don't know. That quarterback from Colorado is right in, right in there. Um, Honestly, I don't have Caleb. At the moment, just based off numbers, I'm just going off numbers. Yeah. Uh, like how many points they're scoring a game, their team scoring a game, how many, uh, how many yards, how many touchdowns and stuff they have on the season. Mm-hmm. Um. Man, I got to give credit to Michael Penix Jr. at Washington. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, if he's able to stay healthy. For... It's, it's going to be very, very hard to stop Washington. They have two of the best receivers in all the, in all the country. They have, uh, I believe, it's like McMillan and Roma Dunzi. Yeah. Uh, they're both two phenomenal wide receivers. Both of them could possibly be first round picks in this year's draft. Mm-hmm. Uh, Michael Penix Jr., like I said, if he stays healthy, he could be a first round pick in this year's draft. Yep. The only downside to Washington is they don't necessarily run the ball. Nope. Um, I believe they only had like maybe 15 carries the other day. Yeah. Uh, which is kind of crazy in college football. Usually college football, you find a lot more run heavy offenses in, in the mm-hmm. past. Um, so they're, they're living and dying by Michael Penance and, and those two receivers I mentioned. Um, 
Defensively, they're, they're probably one of the better defensive teams in that conference in the Pac-12. Mm. Um, you know, they, they put out corners every single year. Obviously, oh, yeah. Facts. The one yep. they, they just put out in Kansas City, what, two years ago? Trent McDuffie. Yep. Oh yeah, yep. Uh, so they they can put out defensive players. Uh, they're very well coached. Uh, you know they want to put Washington on the map, so they play with a chip on their shoulder. Um, so be be worried of of Washington. I mean, it's crazy that the Pac-12 is going away Stacked. next season. And, yeah. and the last year, the Pac-12 pretty much all, all the big teams are going are having unbelievable years so far. Oh yeah, oh yeah. And one more thing, two, two more things, actually. And, Ben, I'm going to protect your team because we talked about it last year, right? And you said it, you said it like, before the game and after the game. You said if Blake, you, uh, you know, if um, Ewers did not get hurt that game last year, they, Texas probably beat you guys. Remember, Ewers was doing really well in that game before he got hurt. No, so, uh, I did say that last year. You know, if Ewers doesn't get hurt, I mean, he probably has 300-some yards, I believe, like he did on Saturday. Xavier Worthy. I mean, Xavier Worthy. We couldn't cover Xavier Worthy last. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, he had some big catches this in in the game this year. Um, yeah, that's a great connection that those two guys have. Um, it's very uh, it's very, it's very it tough to stop a quarterback who has good accuracy, a strong arm, and a wide. And ben, like you said, you guys are having the same problem, right? Penalties, right? Again, right? Yeah. I mean, it was crazy going into the game. They're like, "Oh, Alabama's offensive line is." You know, the biggest offensive line in college football, you know, they're, they're bigger than the average offensive line in the NFL, yep. uh, this, that, and the third. And it didn't matter. It didn't matter one bit. Texas D-line had a lot of speed on it. They yep. got around the corners. Caden uh, Proctor, I mean, the kid, Caden Proctor will probably, be, will probably be a phenomenal left tackle, right? Will probably yep. be a first-round pick left tackle when he's available for the draft, but the kid's a freshman. Like, he's going to have learning curves. Like, guys are way faster and way stronger at the college level than they are at high school. Yep. Um, you know, even the, even even outside the starters, the guys who come in and sub in for the starters, all those guys are faster and stronger than anyone in high school. Yeah. College is a different, different level than, than high school. And obviously the NFL is even is even faster, mm-hmm. um, but and then defensively, you know, we have Caleb Downs. He's a freshman. Uh, yep. We have like two or three freshmen that were that were starting. Uh, we have a lot of guys who are you know playing who are starters for the very first time. Um, you know, our linebacking core is pretty much all first year starters. Yep. Um, our offensive line, we have like two first-year starters. Our tight end is a first-year starter. Uh, all our wide receivers outside of Jermaine Burton, it's their first-year starting. Um, and what can you what can you tell Bama fans about the, your, the quarterback? Uh, like, listen, for me, Daniel I was you, I, I was your tweets, like, bro, just get rid of the damn ball. He takes mis- he makes mistakes. I mean, of course, he's a freshman, but, like, you know, I mean, Jaylen, I know Jaylen, 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 how do you feel about it? You're talking about Yes, yeah. Jalen's a redshirt sophomore. He's been in college for three years. He's been playing. He's so he's been in college for three years, but he's only been playing pretty much for two. He redshirted his freshman year. Um, yeah, he's he's not a a true pure passer. He's not like does he have a strong arm? Yes, 
Um, but he has some inconsistency issues. Uh, he has his biggest issue last year that I kept seeing was timing. Uh, yep. He, you know, it's his timing with the receivers. Uh, he's not timing his drop back with the routes. Um, he's waiting maybe a second too long to throw deep balls and is allowing the DBs to catch up to back to catch back up to the receiver mm-hmm. where they create separation. Uh, sometimes in certain tight windows, he might not throw the ball. Even if he like, even if the window is maybe a little bit is big enough for him to throw it, he might hold on to it. Um, when the pressure is coming, we saw it in versus Texas. Um, you know, he first thing he when he did when he hiked the ball was he was looking to escape already. Um, that that like I said, the offensive line for as hyped up as they talked about it coming into the year. Necessarily in these first two games, haven't lived up to that hype whatsoever. Yeah, um, yeah. and especially against Texas. I mean, what what almost lost us the Texas game last year was penalties, and what lost yep. the Texas game this year was penalties. Yep. Um, you know, even outside the Jalen Milrose two interceptions, uh, you know, we were still we still only lost by ten. Um, but and it could have been, it it shows that the team played well enough to still stay in it all the way up until the very, very end. Um, I'm proud yeah. of how they played. I'm, I, I already knew there was going to be bumps and bruises uh, throughout throughout the season. You know, we don't necessarily – I like Jason McClellan. I like Roydell Williams. Um, but they aren't Josh Jacobs. They aren't no. uh, Derrick Henry. They aren't Gibbs. They, they, they aren't Jameer Gibbs. Like, they yeah. aren't – Mark Ingram, you know, they're not one of those stereotypical, phenomenal running backs Alabama's had. Our wide receiver core is filled with young talent, but yeah. none of them are Jalen Waddle. None of them are Julio. None of them are Devonta Smith. None of them are Gary Judy. None mm-hmm. of them are Calvin Ridley and Mari Cooper. How do you feel with the opposite corner so far? Do you like them? Or is, you're getting, you're getting... Kevin Steele? Yes. Yeah. Uh, I, I like what he did. There wasn't necessarily too much that he did that I was like, what the hell is going on? Like, there wasn't, <laughs> yeah, there wasn't, yeah. there wasn't like last year with Bill O'Brien where he had <laughs> screen plays and shit on like third and 15 or yeah, yeah. ever. Um, you know, we ran the ball a good amount. Um, I would honestly like to see more design runs from Jalen Milrow. I mean, yep. he was the the few times that he like broke pressure, like he would get hit in the backfield, break the tackle, escape, and either run the ball or throw it. Like yeah. if he has the ability to break the tackles of defensive linemen in the pocket and escape. Imagine what you could do to linebackers and DBs when he's in yeah. free space. Like there should be no reason that he's getting less. Anything less than ten and twelve carries a game, he should be getting mm-hmm. more than ten to twelve carries a game. Mhm, mhm. Now, Ben, we got to do it. We got to talk about it. I, I forgot to talk about it two weeks ago, but I'm glad you're here. Well, what you got to say, to Clemson? Because Ben, even you and Kev said it. Which, by the way, I'm podcasting with Kev tomorrow. I can't wait for that one. But, but in all seriousness, we 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 told Clemson fans this, right? You see what happened when you lose your coaches? Which, by the way, Freeman, shout out to him. I hate Notre Dame because that's my rival, but. But at the end, but at the end of the day, shout out to him. He's doing well for Notre Dame, and the other guy went to Oklahoma. He's doing well for Oklahoma. So Ben, what do you got to tell the Clemson fan? Because they lost to Duke, and Duke is no, known for 
uh, lacrosse and basketball and uh, uh, and you know college basketball, men's college basketball. So go ahead. Yeah, we mostly yes, obviously that's what I'm mostly known for. But um, I'm proud of Duke football, but we'll, we'll, we'll get to them maybe in a little bit. But Clemson, you know. Um, you know, for for many, many years when they were winning championships and putting people in the draft left and right, um, and, you know, everyone was calling Dabo, you know, pretty much what Kirby Smart is right now. Yeah. Uh, when everyone was on the Dabo train. Um, and everyone, you know, thought it was his coaching, thought he was this guru, thought he was this, you know, next level of uh, – of, mastery of being a head coach. Right? Everyone was donning him the next Nick Saban. But no one, everyone was failing to recognize the players that he had. Mm-hmm. Um, Deshaun Watson, generational college quarterback. Trevor Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence, generational college quarterback and possibly generational NFL quarterback. Deshaun Watson, yeah. possibly even NFL generational quarterback. Um, you know, he said he's obviously had a few really good seasons throughout his career. Um, and and now you lose your offensive coordinator, who is who actually is one of the best offensive minds, who actually is an offensive guru. Uh, you know, and then you lost your DC. I forget where the DC went, but Oklahoma, Oklahoma. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I said okay, yeah, yeah. But anyways, and then they go from I forget who they had last year, DJ. You go from DJ, yes. you're playing DJ outside of what DJ is supposed to be doing. DJ is like 6'4", 250 pounds. You should be using DJ as a runner. He can run the ball. He doesn't have top-end speed, super top end, crazy top-end speed, but he's yeah. extremely physical. He's going to fall forward. Um, you want to try and limit his throws a little bit, but that's not saying that he can't throw the ball whatsoever. The kid's got a really good arm on him. Mm-hmm. And be accurate when you have targets around him. We're seeing it at Oregon State right now. Um, when he has Silas Bolden, shout out to Kev. Ask Kev about Silas Bolden. That's Kev's name. Oh, yeah. Um, so I'm happy to see what DJ's doing. Um, you know, going into the season, everyone's like, oh, we don't need DJ. We got K Klubnik. And get Clay K Clubnick the hell out of here. Like every like dude looked terrible against Duke. Absolutely oh, yeah. terrible. I I get it, Duke has a good front this year. They're all older. Like I believe I believe their entire defensive front came back last year yeah. from last year's team. Um now they have a very veteran forward defense, but bro, you're Clemson. You're 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 the college you're the starting quarterback at Clemson. I believe you're a full a high value four star or a five star. Yep. Coming into college, and that was your performance. And then this past week, I forget who they played. It wasn't anyone special, but he had a good game. And everyone was like, "Oh, look at Klubnik! Like, bro, he had like an interception and a fumble. Like, bro, turned it over twice. Like, what are you celebrating?" <laughs> But yep. while he, he's completed like eighty percent of his passes, he still turned it over twice. Like Yeah. Um there it, it it might be over for Clemson, especially this year. The ACC looks looks very strong. Obviously we mentioned Duke. 
UNC is still undefeated. Uh, their their running back just this week ran for like 240 yards. Oh, speaking of, well, we, Ben, we got to set a Jimbo Fisher. He lost to Miami. Was Michael Irvin playing? Go ahead. We'll get to them. Uh, but yeah, I, I'm sorry to Clemson fans. <laughs> it's going to be a very stressful season for y'all. Y'all, <laughs> y'all could possibly lose maybe one or two more games. Mm. All right, go ahead, man. Before George, you're having fun here. Texas, so Texas A&M, man. Um, you know, I thought they were going to win this game. I thought they were going to win it very easily. Uh, yeah. You know, after their week one game, um, I didn't know who their quarterback was going to be. Uh, I didn't really know who Connor uh, Wiegman was. Mm-hmm. Uh, me neither. Me, me, me neither. Yep. After his week, his week one win, I, I was like, all right, I like what he does. Uh, they have two nice receivers, Evan, yes, they do. Evan Stewart, and um, it's like Noah something. He's like a 6'6". Six, six, I forget his name, but he's, he's a 6'6", six, 6'7", six, six, uh, big body wide receiver. Uh, he's a sophomore. Um, it's his first year starting. But he's their red zone threat. I mean, he, I believe he had four touchdowns in week one. He had one touchdown today. So that's like he's, – he's either got four or five touchdowns on the season. You said Evan Sort? No, it's like Noah – Noah something. Um, I don't know. Let me... Noah, Noah Thomas. Noah Thomas, thank you. Yeah, he's a six, 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 seven, big body wide receiver. He's a sophomore. Uh, he's, I mean, the two, they're absolutely big, massive. Uh, he's got a little bit of a skinny frame, but – He's young. Uh, mm-hmm. I think, you know, come his junior, senior, senior season, uh, I don't see why he, he, he wouldn't put on, you know, at least 15, 20 pounds maybe. Uh-huh. Um, but look for him in the future to be a, a, a high-value draft pick in, in, mm. in a year or two. Um, but, you know, I believe what they had with that. I believe in their defense. I was like, you know, maybe last year they were just too young. Um, and so going into this year, I was – I know they lost a lot from that freshman class, but I thought enough maybe stayed and maybe enough had bought into the system. Me too, yeah. Um, and I thought Miami was, you know, still, you know, pretty far down the line. Yeah. Um, but shout out to them, Tyler Van Dyke. Yeah. Um, you know, there's a lot of speculation going into the season. Oh, Tyler Van Dyke was going to transfer to Bama, uh, this, that, and the third. He stayed with Miami. Um he believed in what they had there, um, you know, so it was cool to see what Miami was able to do. Um, I think college football has been missing Miami, Miami yeah. for a while. Uh, so if they can continue, you know, beating, some, beating up some of these teams, once again, the ACC is looking somewhat decent this year. Okay. Uh, a lot better than what they have in the last couple of years. So if Miami can get a win over like a Duke or a UNC or a Clemson mm-hmm. or um, who's number or a Florida State. I mean, yep. Miami could be could be in the hunt and maybe come next season. Okay. Okay. Can, but can we shout out Ole Miss real quick? Shout out, shout out to Lane Kevin, man. I know they beat Tulane, but still, and Jamie, listen, I listen. At the end of the day, Ole Miss was a better team. I obviously. Uh, Tulane didn't have their, uh, you know, running, but he's in the NFL now. So, but I mean, but shout out to Ole Miss in all seriousness, man. Lane Kiffin, you made a great adjustment in the second half. Um, and I'm really proud of Ole Miss. You know me and, and Ben. I, I always love to cheer for you, former USC coaches. Obviously, he was the OC for you guys too. So, you know, I'm happy for Lane Kiffin. 
uh, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, the quarterback is Jason Dart. Jason Dart, right? Am I right? Dart? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Jackson yeah. Dart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, Jackson Dart. There you go. So, phenomenal win against Tulane, and we will, we will see how they do from the rest of the games. But I'm really impressed with Ole Miss. I'm sure you are too, Ben. Yeah, I was happy to see Ole Miss, uh, you know, come, come out the second half and get that win. Um, I watched that game from start to finish. Um, it was it was tough watching Ole Miss struggle early in that first yeah. half. Uh, Tulane was playing phenomenal defense. They were getting to the quarterback. Um, they were stopping. They were stopping the run. Uh, I don't know what's going on with Ole Miss. This is two games in a row where they've had issues stop, uh, getting anything going with the run, uh, with the running back. Jackson Dart mm-hmm. been able to get some of his yardage off. Uh, but Quinchon Junkins has had an issue um, breaking out. This Quinchon Junkins is a guy who ran for almost 1,600 yards last year, mm-hmm. and, he, and he hasn't eclipsed 100 yards in a game yet. He's getting his touchdowns, but he hasn't gotten his yards yet. Mm-hmm. Um, it, uh, and then I think some of the struggles for Ole Miss happened when Trey Harris went down. Yeah. Um, Trey Harris had two catches, 55 yards, what, just in the first quarter? Yeah. Um, he had his touchdown. Trey Harris is a guy who had like three touchdowns in their opening, in their last week's victory. Mm-hmm. Uh, so when they lost him, I'm sure that hurt Jackson Dart's, you know, timing a little bit because that's one of his primary targets. Um, but once again, man, I don't want to just stay on Mississippi. Um, Tulane, though, man, what, what a, what a performance. Uh, they had, dude, because, like I said, this game was a lot closer than the score indicates. Uh, yeah. You know, Ole Miss got a lot of those points late in the fourth, um, and they were without their starting quarterback. That's uh, true, um, yeah. You know, they did all this with Ty Horton, the backup. You mentioned um, Tajay Spears being in yeah. Tennessee. Um, I'm sure they miss him a little bit uh, just because he's, he's really, really quick, uh, yep. very, very agile. Uh, but Makai Hughes, who they have now, is very, very good as well. I mean, he had a very good game against what a lot of people consider a strong front uh, in Ole Miss. Um, but I was, for a little bit, I was hoping Tulane was, was going to get that victory just because I wanted to talk smack about Pete Golden. <laughs> but at the end of the day, uh, I'm happy Ole Miss got it, though, because obviously, you know, I love Wayne Kiffin. Yeah, and Ole Miss is a better overall team, man. It's, it is what it is. Sometimes, you you know, it happens, man. So, there you go. Shout out to Ole Miss. And, yeah. All right, now, let's get we're back to the NFL now. Let's, let's That was fun talking about college football now. All right, now, Lions and Chiefs. What a game, man. What a game. I wish Kelsey was healthy, but it is, it is what it is. I'm sure he'll oh, – I'm hearing he could play week two. We, we, we will see. We will find out either tomorrow or Thursday or Friday for sure. But, listen, good win for the Lions. Shout out to, shout out to Lee and Pierre. Um. You know, we, Ben, me and you know the Lions were going to be good, man, uh, because of Brad Holmes. I think he made a great draft. And for me, this is, in my opinion, I'm sure you're going you're gonna to say it the same way. For me, the MVP in this game is Brian Brands. And, Ben, who did he play for? Alabama. There we go. So, that's – I mean, it's clearly, bro, because without the interception, I don't know if the Lions won that game. So, this is me, but who knows, right? So, listen, at the end of the day, Detroit's got a good team, man. Like I said, a good old line. Jameer Gibbs is legit. I love Gibbs because a lot of Lion fans were like, oh, they should have taken Bijan. No, no, guys, stop. Brad Holmes can draft. Don't question Brad Holmes. But anyways, Ben, 
Um, good win for the Detroit. They got the win because obviously the team worked out without Gasly. And let's, by the way, Mark Grinnell, I respect you. You do Lakers stuff. You do Chiefs. He's a Chiefs fan. He's from Kansas City. I, I love you, bro. I respect you. But he, well, Ben, this is what he said before the game. When, when Kelsey was, um, you know, was um, in, in the injury report, right? He said, well, after Kelsey, we are a, we are a deep, deep uh, right receiving court. No, you don't. No, you don't. First, listen, I know Richie James. He's a former Niner. He's a former Giant. I know what Richie James is. Now, Justin Ross, I mean, he's because Clemson guy, uh, Clemson receiver. He's, I mean, he's good, but he's whatever. We know what Scandling is. So, Ben, I mean, you, you get what I mean. I don't think the Chiefs are that deep. They could have used it. They could have used it Hopkins, but Hopkins wanted the money. To, and, God, and God bless you, Hopkins. We'll talk about him pretty soon in the Tennessee game. But listen, the Lions, congrats. I mean, you guys won by one, but I'll, I will say this. They are a sleeper in the NFC because they do have a perfect team. They got a CJ Gunner Johnson. He played well. And I mean, they fixed their defense, Ben. It, it, it was clear. I just wish Kelsey was playing because it would have been more more tested for the Lions defense. But Ben, what's your thoughts? And I'm happy for Lions fans because finally they have the right GM and they have the right team now. No, nah, I was, I mean, I expected a, a downturn from Kansas City. Yeah. Um, I didn't expect them to look that bad with without Kelsey. Um, I expect them, them to run the ball a lot more. Yeah. Uh, I don't think they ever really tried to establish the run. I mean, P- no. Pacheco only got eight carries. Yeah. Um, you know, he didn't even start the game. He started the game with Clyde Edwards-Alaire. I mean, yeah. it, didn't, it was really, really confusing. From, from Kansas City, but yeah, I mean, shout out, shout out Detroit. I mean, you said Brian Branch, MVP. I mean, technically, if he doesn't get that pick six, they don't win. It's 2014 Kansas City. Uh, so, yeah, shout out Brian Branch uh, keeping his his eye on the ball because it was like a tip pass. Yes, yes, yep. Uh, so, and then he ran all the all the way back to the house. So, it's, it's always cool to see uh, my Alabama guys succeed at the next level. Um I was hoping to see Jameer get get a lot more, get yeah. more touches. I believe he only had two catches and seven carries. It's only nine touches on the day. I was expecting him to get between 14, 15, um, you know, maybe 10, 12 carries and then whatever else was left in, in receptions. Um, you know, it's not like they didn't want to run the ball. They gave the ball to David Montgomery 21 times. So, yep. Um which was another big shocker. Um, so it's it's going to be interesting to see how Detroit throughout the season distributes that workload. Yep. Uh, I wonder if throughout the year they start giving Jameer maybe a little bit more, a little bit more, and they start taking away from David's stuff. Yeah. Um, I mean, unless David keeps doing what he's doing, I mean, he had some nice runs. I mean, he was picking up their third downs. Uh, he got the only rushing touchdown of the day. Um, the defense – like you said, it's very good. Um, I thought they were going to have an issue stopping the run because I, I don't necessarily know who's up the middle because I believe Isaiah Bugs did not play. No. Um, who who would be their D tackle? But um, Alex Anzalone, I mean, he's he was, he's a special teams guy. He turned him into a, he turned himself into a full time starter. He had a really mm-hmm. good game. You mentioned CJ had a good game. Aiden Hutchinson was. He didn't necessarily get to the quarter or sack the quarterback, but he was he kept getting there. He yep. close over and over and over again. Brian Branch had a good game. Kirby Joseph had a good game. Uh, Jack Campbell looks like he's going to be a star. Yep. For a very very long time in Detroit. 
Um, Detroit's on is on the tra- direct, uh, the trajectory of, of going forward. So hopefully they can continue drafting well. Hopefully they can keep developing, and you know maybe one day they'll find themselves in the Super Bowl. Yep. I mean, according to their fans, they can beat Philadelphia and Philadelphia. And listen, at the end of the day, I'm happy for their fans. But guys, let's take the break. Let's take it one step at a time, right, Ben? Because listen, I'm happy for them. But at the end of the day, just take step by step. But I don't blame you guys for being happy and confident because you guys beat Kansas City and Kansas City. So there you go. Now, with that being said, let's go to this game. It was a rainy game. I hate rainy football. I don't know, Ben. I don't. I don't know if you like rainy football. Trust me, I coach in rainy football. It's not fun. I'm, but you know what game I'm talking about? It's the Bengals and Browns game. Now, obviously, you can, we can make jokes to Bengals because obviously they paid Joe Burrow. Shout out to Joe Burrow. He deserved his money, not for this game though. But obviously, they didn't pay Jesse Bates. They can use Jesse Bates this game, Ben. But listen, at the end of the day, shout out to Cleveland. But maybe Andrew Jones might be right about Cleveland. I know it's Week One, but listen, I'm gonna give a shout out to Nick Chubb. I mean, no, no, I mean, I'm not surprised by him whatsoever. No, Andrew ain't right on this yet. Like, you talking about Andrew's right on Cleveland. You talking about, like, the receiver core? Bro, Deshaun Watson had 154 yards passing on a terrible secondary. Come on, bro. Andrew, bro, Nick Chubb won this game, and that defense won this game. No, no, it did. No, no, no. That's what I said. That's what I said, um. Earlier, um, before this pod, actually, no, no, I said that. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm not saying like we will find out, like, um, like the the next game. But I'm, I'm saying like, no, no, no. I'm giving the more credit to Chubb in the online line. Uh, also, the de- no, you're right. The defense, the defense won the game. And also, bro, listen, Zach Taylor, listen, this guy. I know, I know it was raining. I get it, but there was a lot of giveaways too. I mean, there was a lot of stupid play calling. I know it's week one and Ben week one games are always weird. We know this, right? But I want to hear your thoughts. Uh, I mean, I'm giving the MVP to the Chubb. They pretty much won the, the game and the defense. Shout out, you know what? Shout out to Andrew Barry, because remember this guy came from Philly. He was in the front office for Philly and he's bringing some former Philly guys, uh, former Philly players anyways. Uh, because um, Jim Schwartz is the defensive coordinator now for them. So, yeah, shout out to Cleveland, man. I mean, I, I mean, we will see what happens with week two. But, Ben, I want to hear your thoughts and and to what can you tell Bengals fans? I mean, it's, I mean, I, all I can say is it's week one. I've seen this before. Bengals lost last year in week one, and then they turned turn forward. So, I'm not going to overreact to the Bengals. But go ahead. No, I mean, you, you said it. Um, you said it just with the week one comment. Um, it's week one. It's We're so early into the season. It's no reason to, to be paranoid. Um, you know, Joe Burrow is also dealing with a little bit of injuries, of an injury yep. throughout preseason. Um, what was it, an ankle? Um, yeah, yep, yep. So, I mean, maybe he's, he's feeling a little bit of tightness there. Maybe he's still got a little bit of pain there or something. Um, he definitely didn't look comfortable uh, nope. this entire game, and, and, it, and it shows in his stats as well. Um, offensive line is still a work in progress. Uh, I don't care what anyone says. Mm-hmm. That offensive line needs a lot of help still. Defensively, they got pieces um, in their defense. I mean, I like DJ Turner. I like Cam, Cam Taylor Britt. Um Daxon Hill, who they got from Michigan. Yep, yep. Logan Wilson, the very underrated linebacker. Um, obviously, Trey Hendrickson's a good yep. Um So, I mean, they got some pieces, but um, I, unless Joe, Joe Burrow is really going to have to do a lot, um, Joe Mixon's going to have – I wonder if Joe Mixon 
what he's going to be able to do this year. Obviously, he stayed healthy all of last year, which isn't necessarily always the case for Joe. Um, no. And also, you know, Joe's kind of used to, you know, sharing sharing the workload with Samaje uh, Piran. Uh, Samaje yep. is now in, what, Denver? Yeah, yeah. Um, and he obviously he had a really good game for Denver. Uh, they oh, yeah. lost that game, unfortunately, but he had a good game for them. Um, so for for the Bengals, man, they're just gonna have to hope they can stay healthy. They're gonna have to hope the old line can keep Joe Burrow upright because we've seen what in four years now, five years now. You know, when Joe Burrow goes down, you know, you sometimes gotta wonder if he's gonna be hurt. Yeah, yeah. Um, he's had a knee issue. I think this is his second ankle issue. Yeah. Uh, Joe Mixon has a history, history since being drafted of getting hurt. Yeah. Um. So, so we'll have we just have to see, man. We'll we'll have to see. And also praying for Doc Clockman. He's out for the year. That sucks, man. I really do. I, I like Doc Clockman, but he's out for the year now. That sucks, man. But it, there's nothing you can do about it. Okay. Now let's talk about the Texans and the Ravens. Now. Texas fans, relax, okay? It's a working, it's a working progress, okay? You guys are gonna struggle. Listen, it's good. There's gonna be some bumps and bruises throughout the road. So you got, I mean, listen, Demico Ross is gonna be a great coach for you guys. All right, just calm, just calm down. It's week one. Uh, shout out to Will Anderson. He played well in this game. Um, but listen, you guys got beat by a better team. Let's let's face it, okay? Shout shout out to, to to Flowers. Prayer for J.K. Dobbins. This man, man, it's it's unfortunate, man, because I, I like J.K. Dobbins. He's a good running back. But he gets hurt, man. It's just it's every year with this team, Ben. And I feel bad for Wayne because the Ravens are really talented, man. And, and we see it. But they get hurt every, 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 every year. It's their corners. It's their running backs. So nothing surprised me with the Ravens. But overall, ding, ding, ding. I was impressed with Flowers. And, Ben, I, I, I just feel like we got to tell Texas fans to relax because it's a work in progress with, with D'Amico Ryans. Because, I mean, remember, Kyle? Uh, um, it's, it took Kyle four years or three years to make San Francisco really competitive. So it, it, it's, it's going to take a coach a time, man. The defense is almost it's, uh, it's pretty much there. It's just, you know, I mean, obviously the leading receiver for the Texas was Robert Woods. But I, I, Texas fans, relax. Uh, coach Dante and my, my boy JR, you got you guys will be good. It's, it's just you guys lost to a better team. That's all i got to say. It's pretty much as simple as that. As that bad. The leading receiver was Nico Collins. I mean, he had six for eighty. He had a good game. Um, you know, CJ Stroud, outside of a little bit of accuracy here and there, um, he, he played a pretty good game too. I think he threw the most yards of all the rookies. Um, but they are a work in progress. They're probably the youngest team in all of football. Yeah. Rookie quarterback. You have a running back who's in what his second or third year. Yep. Nico Collins is in his second or third year. Tank Dell is in his rookie year. John Meshi is in his rookie year. Your entire defense is in like their second or third year. Yeah. Um, you know, Denzel Perryman, Christian Harris, uh, Derek Stingley. <laughs> and you got uh obviously Will Anderson, a rookie. Um, you know, they're extremely young. Uh I think they should be happy with what they have. Um, you're going to probably have another bad season when it comes to your record, for sure. Um, yeah. But you have guys in places that you need. They're all on cheap contracts right now. So 
maybe in a year or two when the guys have familiarized themselves with the system, maybe you can go and spend a little bit of money and try and compete, you know, the following year, you know, come year three or something. Um, but definitely, definitely they shouldn't freak out whatsoever. Um, you know, you, you went up against a really good defense in Baltimore. You were, you were yep. going to struggle at some point. Um, you obviously knew you weren't going to run the ball. I believe the Ravens were the best run defense in football last year. Yep. Um, when healthy, they're they're very good in the pass passing game too. Um, so no reason to freak out if you're Houston. Now, if you're Baltimore, you gotta wonder: um, Are we going to get hit with the injury bug again? Um, yeah. J.K. Dobbins out for the year. Uh, Staley, you had told me went down with an injury. Marley Humphrey. Marley Humphrey. Yep. Marley Humphrey is out. Um, you know, it's that's three big injuries already. Ronnie, Stan, Ronnie Stanley, he's yeah, that's, yep. yeah, that was the guy I was just talking about. Um, so three big injuries already, and we're only one week into the season. Um, you know, Baltimore's always got that question mark, man. If they're healthy, they're dangerous, but it's a question of if they're going to be able to stay healthy. Yeah, it's a damn shame because they're a damn good team, man. But Injuries always haunts them every every time, but 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 it just happened, man. That's what happened when you're a running team, and and it's it is what it is. And they're a physical team too. Now th- this is gonna be funny. Now I know we like to make fun of Burkas. I know we like to mess around, but Lord have mercy, Ben. Especially losing at home. And by the way, shout out to Justin Jefferson. He deserves a, a lot of money. Uh, Jordan Addison balled out. Uh, Madison, uh, Xavier Madison looked pretty good. No, um, did not. Madison, well, the way I see it, he looked good. Um, oh, he but, had – Alexander Madison had 14 touches for 44 yards and a touchdown. I mean, yeah, come on. I mean, yeah, we got, you got a touchdown. But listen, my, my point is – my listen, my point is, though, is – I mean, which, by the way, I think Flores, Brian Flores did a good job. I mean, listen, 20 points, that's not bad. It's just the offense didn't do, didn't do that much. So, I mean, 17 points. But, I mean, not surprising with Kirk Cousins, Ben. I mean, you know him. He's a former Washington quarterback. I mean, I know that we like to make fun of him sometimes, but it is what it is. But what do you got to say? And Josh, and Josh Allen, the Bucks reporter, calm the fuck down. It's week one, okay? I mean, listen, but, but hey, you beat the Minnesota Vikings at, at, at Minnesota. Congratulations. But what can you say about this game, Ben? Because I was stunned because I was like, there was, I mean, because we, we know Tampa Bay, right? I mean, obviously they have weapons. Obviously they still have a good defense with Kyle Bowles, obviously. But we know what Baker Mayfield is. We we know what he is. But he got he got the he, he won. He he won Tampa Bay the game. So what can you say about this game? And I'm a little disgusted with Kirk Cousins. And you shouldn't be. I I shouldn't be because we, we know what he is, Ben. He can be great, and he, he can be bad, right? Yeah, I mean Kirk played a good game. I mean I believe Kirk did pretty much. I mean almost pretty much everything he could, I guess. Um, you know, unfortunately, Tampa Bay just played a, a tad bit better. Yeah. Neither team ran the ball well. Uh, nope. You know, Minnesota did a good job at containing Baker Mayfield. Um, yep. You know, Mike Epps was able to get open uh, on, that, on that one touchdown deep. Um, but, I mean, I don't have too much to say. I mean, this this was a, a little bit of a weird game. Yeah. By Minnesota, especially being at home and being favored. Um, you know, they would have won maybe by uh, a score or two, but, you know, that's just how football is sometimes. 
Um, you had mentioned Tampa Bay's defense. Um, I think a lot of people this past off season, you know, they just wanted to talk about Baker Mayfield and they kept overlooking that Tampa mm-hmm. Bay still has pretty much their entire defense together from when they won the Super Bowl. Yep, yep. Um, they're very good. They're, you know, veteran-led. Uh, they have some nice young pieces who have been there for a couple of years now. Um, you know, if Tampa Bay wants to win games this year, it's going to have to be through that defense. And, yep. and they already, you know, let, you know, kept up to that, to that statement here in week one uh, by getting the win over the Vikings. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Now, the next game, I, listen, Ben, I'm with you. Man, I wish Bryce Young was in Houston, man. Now, I, I, man, but it, it is what it is. But, listen, now, Panthers Falcons, now, shout out to our boy Jody, because I, I, I am a fan of this team. I had this team winning the NFC South. I know people were, like, were shocked about it. But, here, but, but listen, man, I love the running back duo with B. John Robinson and Tyler Azier. Um, You know, uh, it's out to Kyle Pitts. They actually used him right this time. Um. You know, Emma, now the Falcon. Listen, overall though, they don't use them right on that one pass. No, no, you're right, you're right, you're right. But the biggest, the biggest question for the Falcons though is obviously on Ritter because because if Ritter does really well, this team can do win the division easily, is easily in my opinion. Because MVP for this game, in my view, is Jesse Bates. Shout out to you, Jesse Bates. One hell of a game, and not Bryce Young. Now I'm not gonna blame him because this team is young. This team is obviously in rebuild mode, low key, Ben. I like the running back core, but like you said, it was it's not hard. it's not low key. It's high key as fuck. Yeah, right, right, right. But but my thing is, I, I like the running back running backs. But my thing is, you're right. There's a reason, what, Ben. There's a reason why I released Adam Thielen and 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 um in sleep. There's a reason. There's a reason for that. Um, and obviously he can't stay healthy sometimes. But but overall though, um, Ben, what could you, what do you have to say about this game? I love Jody's team. And uh, now Maxwell, I know you're a Panther guy, but Oh, and Ben, I'm with you. Save Bryce Young, and I, I believe they traded the first round pick to the Arizona Cardinals, which, by the way, the Cardinals are probably going to win that trade, by the way. But unless the Panthers unless the Panthers get this man Bryce some more weapons, like Cough Cough Michael Evans or Cough Cough Diggs, but you get the idea, Ben. How'd you feel? And I feel bad for Bryce Young. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> He's not going to get Mike Evans being in the same division as him. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I know. Um. But no, Bryce. Bryce definitely needs protection. We saw it throughout the point in large majority. A couple of times they were able to give him a clean pocket. Yeah, and we saw that he was able to make some nice throws out of it. Uh, but a lot of times, um, you know, by the time he the second he had the ball, pressure was already in his face. Yeah. Um, and it wasn't necessarily that rushers were just getting free, but. No. The Falcons' front line was just pushing the Panthers' O line back into the quarterback. Yeah. Almost yeah. every snap. Um, you know, shout out Miles Sanders. He had a good game. Uh, um, that receiving core outside of Adam Thielen is. I'll give him. I'll give him a little bit of leeway just because they're all young. Uh, Terrence Marshall, extremely young. Jordan John Domingo is a, is a rookie. Leviska Chenault. <clears throat> is what in his third or fourth year. Yep. Um, you know, a lot of people, especially after what Leviscus rookie year, a lot of people thought he'd be a lot better. Uh, he's kind of regressed since his yeah. rookie year. Um, Hayden Hurst is an old ass tight end. I mean, he caught his only—he caught the only touchdown in the game. But I'm not—I'm <clears throat> a little bit mad at Hayden Hurst. If you go back and watch the game after he scored 
Uh, he threw the ball into the stands. Uh, that, was, that was Bryce Young's first career touchdown, and he threw the ball into the stands. Uh, I hope they were able to go get that back for Bryce. Uh, I know that's a souvenir ball that you, you would want to hold on to. So, Hayden Hurst, if you're listening to this and <laughs> you guys didn't get the ball, please go find the ball and give it to Bryce. <laughs> uh, Atlanta, man, uh, it looks like they're going to be a run-heavy team all year, just like yeah. last year. Um, they were not <clears throat> going to let Desmond Ritter throw that ball for a large portion of that game. Yeah, there's a reason. There's uh, a reason. Yeah. I mean, he was accurate with what he did, 15 and 18, um, but they were not trying to push the ball downfield. Uh, I believe, like, the biggest play of the game was that Kyle Pitts throw that they had. Oh, yeah. Oh, when yeah. Kyle, when Kyle adjusted back to the ball. Yeah. Um, I was – I'm still upset, man, like – Jameer Gibbs, man, I, I feel like he shouldn't have gone to Detroit. You know, they already had David Montgomery. Uh, Bijan Robinson, I feel like he shouldn't have gone to Atlanta. They already had Tyler Algier. Like, Tyler Algier came out of nowhere his rookie year and ran for yeah. yards. Why are you drafting a running back? Uh, and he had 15 for 75 and two tutties. Like, <clears throat> so if you're going to give Algier more carries, what was the point of drafting Bijan? Um, it's because Arthur Smith was, you know, he was, uh, he was the OC for Tennessee. You know Tennessee likes to run the ball, but go ahead. I, I, I get your point. But uh, you had mentioned Jesse Bates. Phenomenal, phenomenal play by Jesse Bates. Um, Bryce, on both of those balls in college, you can probably make those throws. And the NFL, you can probably make that throw every now and then. Yeah. But you got to know you, the personnel on the other team. When you got Jesse Bates coming down on you, coming down on the wide receiver, and double coverage, you probably shouldn't throw the ball against Jesse Bates. Mm-hmm, think mm-hmm. one of the best safeties in all football, and you probably shouldn't test him. Um, and he's and and Bryce Bryce found out. And I know Bryce has probably went and looked at film immediately afterwards and saw, yeah, I probably can't throw that. And I'm sure he'll run from it and he'll get better. But Carolina, please give that man um, an offensive line to throw behind. Oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. You know, Ben, you're right because okay, if you don't have a good online, you're fucked. You're not gonna win a Super Bowl. I'm telling you right now. Ask Pat Mahomes that. Now, with that being said, um, Cardinals and Commanders. Well, Ben, you can represent the Commanders offense, obviously. I mean, I was watch, I was watching this game, and I'm just, I'm gonna say this. Now, I know, I know it's Week One, um, uh, because I was watching my game and I was watching the scores. You guys were down by six. Uh, and listen, Week Ones are always weird. So I'm, I'm gonna, you know, you know what I mean. So. But my thing is, but listen, the Cardinals actually did a good job. Taking wise, though, they look good on defense and then lost at the same time. So Ben, Ben Fair, what do you got to say to Sam Howell? Now I know some Commanders fans were disgusted a little bit. Now I want to, I want also, and uh, Ben, I want to ask you, how do you feel about the O line? Now the command, some Commander fans came on my, uh, my show earlier today on actually on Twitter, and he said he's wor- a little worried about the O line a little bit and. You probably can't blame him for saying that, but overall, Ben, were you imp- and, and shout out to by the way, um, you know, Montoya Sweat. He played a great game this game. Um, yeah, he deserves a lot of money this game. But how do you? But how do you feel? Um, and and Sam Howe, don't hold the ball uh, that long, man. Just you gotta throw. You gotta throw it when you when you when you're, you're about to get sacked. But overall, Ben, how do you feel about Week One? How do you feel about Eric Bieniemy's first game with the Commanders as the OC? I really like what Eric the enemy was calling. Um, there wasn't a formation I didn't like. 
there wasn't necessarily any play that I didn't that I didn't agree with. Um, you know, I, I enjoyed seeing five wides out there spread offense. I enjoyed seeing, uh, you know, single single or single setback with just the quarterback. Uh, I enjoyed seeing uh, two running back splits with both Gibson and B Rob back there. I enjoyed seeing the twelve-man personnel with two, three tight end sets. Um, I enjoyed seeing what 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 the enemy was able to do with the talent that we have. Um, the O line is is one thousand percent our biggest question mark. I think the yep. right, I think the right side of our our O line is is good with with Wiley and Sam Cosme. Yeah. Um, but center. Left guard, left tackle, I think all three of them were question marks. Um, yeah. I Like Charles Leno, he had a good year when when we first got him. Yeah. Kind of regressed a little bit. <clears throat> Our left guard spot has been like a rotational spot for like two, three years now. We haven't had a solidified left guard in a while. Mm-hmm. Um, Nick Gates, our center, I think he'll get better over time. Uh, I like his aggression a lot, so I mm-hmm. hope he's able to stay healthy. I think he could be a, a big vocal point of this team. Uh, mm-hmm. He's that type of player. Uh, he wants his voice to be heard and stuff. Um, but they got to do a better job of pass protection and run blocking. Uh, mm-hmm. they, they weren't able to do either one this game. B-Rob wasn't able to get a single big hole, big hole open for him the entire game. Uh Powell had pressure in his face a lot. He was having to escape the pocket to ascend plays. Sam Howell also, you had mentioned, was holding on to the ball too much sometimes. Um, on that touchdown pass he had on the left side of the end zone when he scrambled out left, I forget who he threw it to, but um, let me see, I have it right here. When he threw it to Brian Robinson, yeah. touchdown. If you go back and watch that play, <clears throat> Sam Howell, like, the pocket is starting to collapse a little bit, but there's no defensive player that has, like, a free run or can even touch Sam Howell. And Sam, yeah. and then, for some reason, Sam escapes the pocket. If Sam just waits in that pocket for half a second longer, he had Jahan Dawson wide open in the middle. Yeah, he did. No, he did. He did. He had Jahan Dawson wide open. But – Instead of waiting for that to develop, he escaped. I mean, it still worked out for him in his favor, but he went and made a throw that was much tougher than what it had to be. Um, This defense 1,000% won us the game this week. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 100%. Cam Curl, former seventh-round pick, has turned himself into one of the best safeties in football. Jamin Davis is looking better every year. Uh, so I'm starting to like that pick more and more. Montez Sweat, man, what a fucking game. I'll get back to him in a sec. J.A., the vocal, the vocal captain of this team, um, great game. I mean, I, I've never seen a guy get a sack with his back turned to the quarterback <laughs> and he sacks him with one hand. That was, that was phenomenal. Derek Forrest had a good game. Kendall Fuller had a good game. Benjamin St. Juice had a good game. Emmanuel Forbes had the game-winning stop on defense. Yes, he did. Let's go. Let's go. It should have been an interception. I'm sure he'll get the next one. Um, 
but he had a good game. That's good. Uh, Percy Butler had a good game for uh, last year's Pro Bowl. Um, so I mean, I no, sorry, that was Jeremy Reeves. Jeremy Reeves had a good game. Yep. Um, you know, I was, I was, and then like you said, Montez Sweat, man. Um, I think just in this game alone, he took he took away that extension from Chase Young. Oh yeah. Uh, oh no debate. What two? I believe what two fumble recoveries, a forced fumble, and two sacks. Like, come on, man. The dude was unstoppable. Um, and not only is he putting up stats every game, putting up numbers, getting great stops, he's he's doing what's most important of being a player, and that's being available. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I'm happy, I'm happy for Montez. No you're, being, you're being a real. And like, I like Chase Young, but he's got to be available. And he's mm-hmm. a talented player. But, again, you have – to be available. That's why I always keep it real. As a Niner fan, Javon Kinlaw, very talented player. But what's his problem, Ben? His knees. But I, I just got to keep it real. But like you said, shout out to Monte Sweat. Now, now, with that being said, Jaguars and Colts. Now, here's my thing, right, Ben? I, I told JB and everybody today, and I'm being honest, and I told overall sports show yesterday um, um, about, with the Colts, like, man, Jim Irsay, pay JT. Because in my opinion, Ben, if they would have had JT in this game, I think this game would have been close. To, honestly, it would have surprised me if the Colts would have won. Because I was really impressed with Anthony Richardson in this game. Uh, but 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 Steichen, do not run him. Don't do not run with um, AR. Went 52 seconds to go. That that was stupid. But but overall, the Jaguars. Ben, all I have to say about this game: Calvin fucking Ridley and Travis Etienne and Zay Jones, especially Calvin Ridley. Especially he was suspended for one year for a stupid reason, but it is what it is. So what you got to say about this game, Ben? I'm just going to shout out Kevin Ridley because what a return. What a return. I'm going to start with Andrew Richardson first, man. I think he showed a lot of people what he can possibly be. Obviously, he has some miscues. That's that's expected of a rookie quarterback. It's 100% expected of a a guy who had a lot of flaws coming into the draft. Um. I was still, at the same time, I was very happy for his performance. Yep. Um, I mean, if he doesn't get hurt on that final drive, you know, the score might be 31-28. Mm-hmm. So, you know, to, to possibly be – have this – so to possibly have had this game be, you know, a three-point game, um, shout-out to Anthony Richardson, shout-out to Michael Pittman, um, shout-out to um, – to that defense, the Colts defense, they had some very good stops. I mean, they were shutting down on the run early in that game. I mean, yeah, they Forrest, were. Forrest Buckner was a uh, us. Uh, he was a menace in that he middle. Was, of that he defense, was uh, for a large part of that game, stopping the run. Et decided to break some runs off at the end. Um, Calvin Ridley. Um, it's not a lot that. There's there's so much I can say about Calvin Ridley. Um, obviously, you, you talked about the the one year suspension last year for betting on his on his team. Um, I'm happy that he hopefully learned from that mistake. Um, you know, he has a great quarterback. Again, you know, his last quarterback was Matt Ryan. Obviously, they had a pretty good connection. Um, now he's got a quarterback who's mobile and can extend plays. He's got a quarterback with an absolute cannon for an arm. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's got a quarterback that could possibly be good, just as good as Matt Ryan. Yeah. Um, 
So, I mean, big, big congratulations, Calvin Ridley. What a performance he put on today. Zay Jones came out big. Evan Ingram uh, looks like he, he, he found his hands in Jacksonville. <laughs> I mean, last, year, last year he had a good season. This year, I mean, he had a good week one. Uh, he seemed to catch everything that went his direction, uh, which wasn't the case when he was in New York. No. So I'm happy for Evan Ingram. Um, you know, defense, you know, was getting to the quarterback and made some big plays. Um, just shout out Jacksonville, man. It looks like Jacksonville is on the rise. Oh, yeah. Now my game, man. Yeah, I'm, I'm not going to lie. I was stunned about the score because, listen, it's hard to win in Pittsburgh, right? And you know what Kyle pretty much did? Listen, he traded Trey. He said I was wrong about the guy. You know what I mean? Like, listen, Brock Purdy was quarterback one. You even told me Purdy was going to be my future quarterback pretty much. And I, I laughed at it and look, and lo and behold, right? But now Kyle, no, Kyle pretty much said to everybody, F you, I can work with this guy because that's pretty much what he did. Now, this game, A-plus to the defense. And shout-out to Steve Wilkes, man. Steve Wilkes is going to be key for us, Ben, because this man is known to, for, for being a secondary coach. What was our weakness, Ben, three years ago? Secondary, right? And this, Steve Wilkes is known for secondary. It's a great hire with Kyle. Um, Clayton Farrell was unbelievable. Drake Jackson was unbelievable. I mean, the defense – I mean, we're not surprised with San Francisco defense. And now, now I'm just going to say this, right? Niner fans. Shut the fuck up about preseason because and don't mean anything. Because remember, Ben, oh, Jake Moody, he was missing, missing field goals in preseason. Niner fans were worried about the defense in preseason. And guess what, guys? That don't mean anything because they showed it on week one in, in, in Pittsburgh. They, they played well. Shout out to Brandon Ayuk. He has a contract year, so he played well. I mean, Purdy's the real deal, man. I mean, except for that Eagle game, he scored 30 points almost each game, and that's pretty damn impressive. So, Ben, and also, okay, Steeler fans. Oh, my God. Well, Patrick Peterson, shut the fuck up. He's, I mean, I, ben, I, I don't and know. Brock, what... Brock Purdy might not have scored 30 in that Eagles game, but he did set a record for being, what, the first quarterback in history to have his, what, first six or seven games? Yeah. Our NFL regular season games to, to have scored 30 or more points. That's pretty impressive. Especially, of course, seventh rounder and Ben. Listen, this is irrelevant. Yeah, yes. And, and listen, listen. And by the way, Steelers fans, don't ever say fire Mike Tomlin, especially for week one. This guy has a winning season every year, so shut the fuck up. And number two, you're playing a good team. You're playing one of like a top two uh, NFC team in the NFC. So, so my, and also, Ben, you can, you can get the floor because you were not high on Kenny Pickett, obviously, because of his small hands. Obviously, you weren't saying that to be funny. But, and, but listen, this two things, right, Ben? I had my strongly. <laughs> My, my two questions is this. Now, it's week one. I'm a, I'm a Steelers fan. I'm not overreacting um, because we, we've seen what, what Tomlin does. But my, but my thing is, Ben, my, my thing is, Ben, a lot of Steelers fans are not high on their OC is Matt Canada, which, by the way, he was the OC for Maryland in college. So, which, why? Let me ask you this. Is Matt Canada, are you with Steelers fan with Matt Canada, or is it fair enough to say, he, he looked bad because he faced a really good Niners defense, or both. Um, I think he just faced a really good Niners defense. I mean, this defense kind of resembles the defenses you guys had back when you had Patrick Willis and Navarro Bowman and all them. Interesting. Okay. I mean, your front line is probably better than that team was. Uh, but, I mean, you guys got Fred Warner, who's phenomenal. I mean, Hufanga, the great safety. 
Um, you guys got corners for the first time in a while. Oh, yeah. Finally. Thank you, um, God. Your defensive front is probably – might not be the best defensive front in football like when it comes to starting four. Right. But you definitely have the deepest defensive line in all football. And it's yeah, that, like depth-wise. Depth-wise, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Like Hargrave, Drake Jackson, Dre Greenwall. Uh, who else is on that? Javon, uh, Javon Bosa, Kinlaw, yep. Like, you guys – Eric Armstead, like you guys have like five, six really, really good guys. Um, Cleveland Farrell, I mean, shit, another guy who who was having a relatively good game. Um, but shout out to Brandon Ayuk, man. Is this is this? I'm gonna ask you this question: Is this the year Brandon Ayuk finally finally shows up? Um, I say yes because of his contract year. So, all right, do you think he shows up this year? And then after he gets his money, he goes back to the player he was. Interesting question. That's a really damn good question. I'm gonna say no, because year two he was he was a dog, but but it, they, obviously they got hurt. But that, that's no, but that's a good that's a great question because when that ha- when when that usually happens, usually that receiver disappears the next year. That's a good question, Ben. But I'm gonna say yes because I use I use always been a dog. It's just you know he, obviously his quarterback was Jimmy G, and now he has Brock Purdy. Look at that, Ben. You see you see what happens, but um, but no. But no, great question, Ben. But my thing to you is, so Steeler fans relax. And how do you feel about Kenny Pickett, Ben? Are you starting to realize you were right about Kenny Pickett, or or is are you or is it is it both that you know maybe Pickett is maybe good, maybe maybe Canada is bad? Because I'm starting to think, you know, listen, I think Kenny Pickett does. No, no, I just like I said, I just think you all played a great defense. Okay. I just think they played a great defense. Okay. Um, I still don't think Kenny Pickett's anything, anything crazy. No, 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 no. Can, I'm sure he has talent to to be maybe a, a starting quarterback for a many many years in football, but I don't think he's ever going to be a top ten. No, no, a top ten, definitely not a top ten guy. I don't oh, think he'll be a top fifteen guy. I think, I think he at best is one of those sixteen to 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 twenty at his best. That's what like, he's just outside the top fifteen. Like at his best, he'll that's that's what it'll be. He'll be outside the top fifteen. Okay. Uh, Brock Purdy, I think Brock Purdy has a chance to be a top fifteen quarterback. Interesting. You know who said that? I guess who said that? A cowboy. And you know who his name is? Uh, Mika Parsons. But go ahead. Hell yeah. Yeah, but I don't. I need an apology here live on your on your podcast. But uh, yeah, man, I wasn't. Dude, I wasn't joking on draft night when I said y'all draft when y'all drafted Brock Purdy that he was going to be your franchise guy. Um, I thought he was highly disrespected coming out of college. Uh, yeah, he's not the most athletic. Yeah, he's not the biggest. Yeah, he doesn't have the craziest arm. But the guy's a gamer. Uh, he, you know, you, you can put him in a Shanahan type system where he just needs to manage the game, uh, minimize any and if all turnovers. Uh, put his receivers in the right spots. A guy who can who can command the offense. A uh, guy who can read defenses. He can do all that. Uh, I thought he was so disrespected coming out of the draft, and especially to get picked in the seventh round. But ultimately, I, I was just happy to see Brock Purdy go to a good organization. Uh, obviously, you guys now believe in him. Um, so I'm just happy to see Brock Purdy succeed. Of course, of course, of course. Trust well, me, I need, I need that apology, bro. I need that apology. Ben you Fair, have I apologize, and, and I was wrong, okay? And I was wrong <laughs> about Trey Lance. How about that? You know what? 
how, how's this? I was wrong about Trey Lance, and they should have picked Mac Jones. But guess what, Ben Bear? Remember Locker Room? Remember those Niner fans? They wanted Justin Fields. They wanted Trey Lance. They hated Mac Jones, and Mac Jones would have fitted the Oculus. Mac, to tell you the truth, Mac Jones probably would probably would have won them the Super Bowl, um, uh, and probably probably beat the Rams in the NFC Championship game. But you know what, Ben? That's nothing new here or there. Mac Jones is in New England. How, how about that? But I, I apologize, my man. I, I apologize. Now, with that with that being said, um, let's go with Tennessee and the Saints. And man, oh, man. First of all, Tennessee fucking up on his ass. Oh yeah, Tannehill. We know what he is. Um. Yes. I, I'm not gonna mention no names, but you know he's 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 a guy I know from locker room. And he's a dummy. I'm not gonna mention his name. I'll just say the initials S and C. You probably know who I'm talking about. He covers the Tennessee Titans, and he said right, Tannehill is a top five, top five quarterback. We call him Bubbles. We call him Bubbles. Uh, bubbles. There we go. Thank. I appreciate that. And get Bubbles. Bubbles from Trailer Park Boys. Oh yeah, and right. He says Ryan Tannehill is a top five quarterback. Oh, uh, he's wrong. That's that. He's that's he's wrong. Um. So. I'm not surprised with this game, Ben. I mean, Derek Carr, I mean, I mean, listen, at the end of the day, St. Stephen's is really good. I, I like their coach. I really do. Um, it's just Carr's just got to show up. Um, they won by one point. Uh, I wasn't really impressed. I, I wish Tennessee would have ran the ball more. But like you said, the online is still not good. And Hopkins, you made a mistake, my friend, because we know what – I know why you went there, because of the money. You know why, Ben? He's, his agent is clutch force. And what is clutch force cares about? Money. So, listen, congrats to you, Hopkins, but I feel like you went to the wrong team. And what do you got to say to our, our board Garrett's team, Ben? I'm the Saints. I mean, I think they, they're legit on defense. Is this Carr just – listen, if Carr can be good, they could be an interesting team in the NFC. And hopefully Michael Thomas can stay healthy. I don't think you're giving Carr enough credit. I thought he played well. Obviously. Really? Really? Okay. Yeah. I mean, 23 of 33 for 305. Pretty good. Not bad. Uh, I mean, he had a touchdown, only one touchdown, and he had a pick. But he had another chance to score in the red zone, and they just fumbled the ball. Oh, that's true, yeah. Um, you know, they should have won this game by by eight points. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, which which would have been a pretty good game. I mean, what is that? Uh, it would have been, what, 24 to 15? That's a pretty good performance. 23, uh, 23, 15, yeah, around there, yeah. 15, 20, yeah, whatever. Yeah, 23-15, thank you. Uh, yeah, it would have been twenty three fifteen. I mean, eight point win. That that would have been a nice performance. It's it's not necessarily Carr's fault that they fumbled the ball in that no. red zone situation. No. Um, him and Olave seem to have a really good connection. Uh, Rashid uh, Shahid had yep. a really good game. Uh, he came out kind of nowhere. I believe he had a good season last year. Yes, he did. Them. Yes, he did. Yep. Um, so big shout out to them. Michael Thomas, Slant Master came back. He had he had a nice little game for them as well. Mm. Um, so, it, Derek Carr's got you know three competent receivers and Olave, Rashid, and Michael Thomas, um, and then he gets Alvin Kamara back in what a couple weeks. Um, if the Saints can stay relevant, you know, look for them to maybe. I mean, I think we talked about them before the season. You know, no chance that they win this division, but if they can win a couple more games before they get Alvin Kamara back. This team could be something to look out for in that in that conference. Yeah, and yeah, yeah, absolutely. So we should, we shall see. Now, see, I was the only one that picked the Raiders in, against Denver. I'm I, I, people call I didn't, crazy. Pick, I, I didn't pick the Raiders. No, uh, no, uh, did you? No, I don't think I did. I'm, I think I picked Broncos. 
Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I mean, and uh, I'm Josh Sharp. I was the only one to pick the Raiders. See, and listen, and shout out to our boy Jonathan Watson. I want the Broncos to be good. I really do. I want Russ to be great. Now, Russ was good this game, but my thing is, Ben, you're preaching on Twitter. Josh, preach Josh Jacobs, man. They got listen. If they use Josh Jacobs right, the Raiders will boom, 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 boom. And listen, Josh McDaniels. Okay, number one. It's not that they didn't use him. It's not that they didn't use him right. They gave him a fuck ton of carries. It's just. He had no holes to run through. Yeah. That, that line is trash. Oh, it is. It is. It is. I think Nick – shout out to Nick Freeze. He probably knows that too. But I'll say this. We know what Jimmy G is, Ben. He's, he is a game manager. Sometimes he doesn't game manage. So, I'll say this. Jimmy G, we know what Jimmy G is, right? He can make a mistake or he can be great. And now he was great this game. I'm not going to lie. Shout out to you, Jimmy. You got, you got the W. Uh, shout out to the Raiders defense. They played well. Um, and prayers for, obviously, Jacoby Meyer. I hope he's okay. Um but no, seem I, to be I, I, seem to be good. Yes, yes. But overall, listen, shout out to the experience Raiders, man. I mean, they won in Denver. Um, but I don't know how, I, I don't know how you feel about Denver. Listen, I, I mean, I want Denver to be great because our boy Watt, Johnson Watson. But but overall, are you a little worried about Denver? I'm, it's not because it's week one, but I know the receivers got hurt. Dan Patrick's out for the year. It sucks for him, by the way, man. But it's just like, how do you feel about Denver? And by the way, I'm not surprised about Mike McClinchy. He's, he's not a good bro. He's listen. He, I'll say this about Michael Clinchy. He can protect the pass, but he cannot protect the run. But that's just me. Now, go ahead, Ben. What's your thoughts about this game? And shout out to the Raiders. Good, good win, Nick Freeze. Good win. Yeah, big one for the Raiders. Um, <clears throat> Jimmy did what he does. Game manage was, you know, 20 and 26. So yeah. he was consistent throughout the whole game. Had the one, t- had the one interceptions, but for the most part was consistent. Yep. They, they just couldn't really, you know. Even Jimmy had some times where uh, he had to escape the pocket. I, I couldn't tell you the last time I saw Jimmy G had nine carries in a game. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so it just shows you the kind of protection that was being provided for Jimmy and Josh Jacobs. I mean, line, yep. Josh, Josh Jacobs, 19 for 48, two and a half yards per carry. That's, That's awful. Crazy. That's, That's awful for Josh Jacobs. He was just last year's rushing leader. Um, you know, that old line's got to be able to open up holes for, for Josh Jacobs. Uh, Jacoby Myers, shout out him, dude. Came over from New England. You know, we all talked – I mean, everyone. Everyone talked a lot of trash about Jacoby Myers. Um, obviously, you mentioned he got hit pretty hard. Yeah, he did. Went, went down. Um, but like I said, I, I saw him on the sideline after the game. He was he was standing up, like, watching. Um, I don't think he ever went back in, but <clears throat> he seemed to be okay. Hopefully uh, – any tests that he has to do come back negative because um, he's, he's having a, a good start to this year so far. Um, Devontae Adams, you know, was finding himself open every now and then. Had a re- relatively good game. Great performance by the defense. Broncos, man. Um, I think they are 100% missing, <clears throat> obviously. Um, Their weapons. Tim Patrick. Yeah, yeah. Missing Jerry Judy. I'll, once again, I was expecting this team to be able to run the ball pretty well on, on the Raiders. Yeah. Um, I don't. I don't necessarily know why they stopped running the ball. I mean, they were averaging what four point six yards per carry between their two running backs. Yep. That's really freaking good. I don't know why you go away from that. Your new addition, Samaj P. Ryan, was having a phenomenal game. Don't know why you were going away from him. Um. You know, there's just so much that this team could have done to win this ball game, and they just didn't do it. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm with you, Ben. But 
it's week one. It, uh, it happens, and it's you know, in division games. You just never know. Division games are always close. Not not one, not well, not always close, but you get the idea because we saw one division game that was not even close. But but that's not the know there. Um, now Eagles and Patriots. Well, first of all, shout out to my boy Lucas, all the Eagle fans out there. My boy, my dad is obviously. Um, the Eagles are just the Eagles uh, from last year, man. I mean, Jalen. I mean, listen, I know Jalen ball, you know, fumbled the ball. I get that. But at the end of the day, I think the game ball should be go to Darius Slate. Good interception. Um, but, Ben, the Patriots were watchable this game because, number one, listen, I know you get on Bill O'Brien, but at least Bill O'Brien's a lot better than Matt Patricia. No shit, right? No shit. When you count me, no shit. That. I agree with that. Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, overall, I mean, I was impressed with Mac. I mean, he was throwing the ball, I mean, really well in my opinion. I mean, he threw the ball to Hunter Henry. He dropped the ball. Uh, but even though he got a touchdown, um, you know, and shout out to Kendrick Bourne. I mean, I was really impressed with the Patriots defense. I mean, I mean, um, but you know what? Hey, at the end of the day, they just lost to a, lost to a better team. Um, so I know Eagles had some injuries and the Kobe, um, Dean, obviously is going to be out for a month. Uh, James Bavary has a concussion, so he's not going to play this week. So, but overall, I mean, the Eagles are still the same. Shout out to Miles, uh, I'm not, I almost said Miles Sanders. Um, the running back from Detroit, obviously, you know who I'm talking about, um, DeAndre Swift. Yes, thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, he only had one carry, though. It's, it was mostly uh, – uh, they love ga- – they love ga- – ga- ga- yeah. Oh, yeah, they love Gainwell. Uh, I, I, he was, yeah, so, listen, good win for them. Um, And they're 1-0. And, uh, the, Ben, the Eagles are the Eagles, man. I mean, they, they still have a good defense. They're young. And they, thank God they kept Darius Slade because he made a great play. Um. And Ben, the Patriots defense got better. I mean, especially with uh, Chris Gonzalez. So really impressed with the Patriots. Lucas should not be mad about it, but about the loss. And yeah, that's, that's all I got to say. We got to say about your boy Jalen Hurts because he's my favorite to win MVP. But go ahead. I don't know if he's gonna win MVP, but um, you know, I think this performance maybe could have been a little bit better from the Eagles. Yes, they could go up against, you know, arguably the greatest head coach ever one of the best franchises ever in the Patriots. Yeah. Uh, they're always going to have a really good defense. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I was impressed by New England, especially the being the close, a close game all, all game. Um, it never really got too out of hand. Um, they were even in a position to win the game late in the game. Like you said, after that Jalen Hurts fumble, um, there was, what, four or five minutes left? Yep. When that situation happened, I, I, at that point, I really did think New England was going to get the comeback. Yeah, I thought they had it too. Yeah. Um, the running game, I'd like to see a little bit better for New England, but I understand why it struggled going up against that Philly, that Eagles defensive front. Yep. Um, that's going to be a, a very, very tough defensive front to run on all oh, season. Especially, especially with Jalen Carter. Yeah. 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 Um, I think something I think Ezekiel Elliott also cost New England that game a little oh, bit. Oh yeah, he retire, retire, bro. <laughs> yeah, he he did not look good out there. He looked like he gained. I knew he had gained some weight, but he looked like he had gained a lot of weight. Um, yeah, I, I don't I don't know if it's a good idea for New England to keep Zeke on the on that team the rest of the year. I feel like uh, the only reason why they signed him is because of Monday. No, Ben. I feel like the reason why they signed him, and I was talking to Lucas about it. It's because he, he blocks, and I understand about it, but I don't know. I mean, I don't know. Maybe I mean, that's just a guess, but maybe maybe it's true. Who knows? I don't know. I don't know if he blocked well in that game, but I, I don't know. But at the end of the day, good win for Philly. And um, a, but Ben, you gotta be impressed with Mac, though. I mean, 
uh, because people forgot he was great in his rookie year. He sucked last year because of Matt Patricia, and no shit he got better be- this year because he had a better play caller of Bill O'Brien. Look yeah, at that. I mean, yeah, but, I mean, he was like 34-54, yeah. which isn't good at all. Um, did, did his arm get better to you or just still the no, same? No, no. I mean, it's always, like, his accuracy is cool. His ball placement's cool. His timing is cool. His drop back and footwork in the pocket, it's all cool. It's it's just the arm strength. Dude. Yeah, it's not there. It's not there. Like I will say, it's not as bad as it was, but it's not necessarily where it could be or where it should be. Damn. Well, we shall see. Who, well, New England plays Miami this week in New England, so we shall see who wins that game. Now. Here we go. Rams in Seattle. See, we were high on Seattle, Ben, because of their secondary. Pete Carroll, um, former USC coach. Um, man, their D-line is not good. Um, and they they might – I don't know how long they lost Charles Cross because they just signed 42-year-old Jason Peters, Look, Ben. Well, actually, 50-year-old. Well, well, I'm just kidding. He's 42-year-old. There's a reason why I say 50. But, listen, man, um, I'm a little worried about their own line now because we saw what Dino said. Um, he's like, oh, shit. Oh, when uh, when Aaron Donald uh, – well, actually, he said, oh, my God. But you get the idea, Ben. So, listen, shout out to the Rams, though. I mean, you know what? I I, I got to apologize to Kev. I'm apologizing with Kev tomorrow. So, I'm going to apologize because we were just high on Seattle, Ben, because of the receivers and the running backs, obviously. We didn't look, we didn't look at their D-line. Their D-line is not good. But w- what did I say in the podcast, Ben? I said the only way if Seattle's good is if they could stop the run. They couldn't stop the Rams' run. Um, so, I mean, if you can't stop that, imagine, imagining um, not uh, stopping the San Francisco running game. So, Ben, for me, I'm a little disappointed with Seattle because I don't know how you lose without what, what the Rams was, were without Cooper Cup. But at the end of the day, shout out to the Rams, though. I mean, McVay and Stafford, they, they look great. Um, the defense looked great. But, I mean, what can, what can, what can you say, Ben? Because i got to give the Rams credit. A lot of people did pick Seattle, which I did. But I – but I I did because the Rams were without Cooper Cup. So shout out to the Rams. They took advantage, man. I, I, I got to give them credit. I do. Yeah, Kevin and I, we kind of watched this game together a little bit. Um, so we were talking throughout this entire game. Yeah. Um, I was very disappointed in Seattle. Um, I was disappointed in, in their protection up front for Geno. Um. I was disappointed in the receiving core not getting open. I mean, you have Tyler Lockett, Jackson Smith, and Jigba, and DK Metcalf going up against the Rams. You can't even name the Rams corner. Kobe and, Durant. Kobe uh, Durant. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The most one other receivers had was 47 yards. Like, come on, man. Like, Jackson Smith and Jigba, you had 13 yards. Tyler Lockett, you had 10 yards. Mm. He came back half. He had 47 yards. I give you a touchdown, but still, like, come on, man. Y'all played the Rams. Like, I can understand if you can't run the ball against the Rams just because of uh, Aaron Donald. But, like, you played the Rams. Like, what's going on, yeah. man? Like, yeah. that Rams defense should not have held Seattle's offense to 13 points. No. But, but at the same time, shout out to the Rams, man. You know, they aren't necessarily the most talented right now, but, you know, they went out there, played with energy from start to finish, dominated both lines of scrimmage, mm-hmm. and, you know, came out with a victory, a, a very, very big, crucial victory. And 
Uh, and Ben, what can you, you know, tell that, Seattle, Ben? They, they told me their D-line was deep. No, no, not really. No, shut no. no they don't have a D-line. Um, you know, shout out Tutu Atwell. You and I were just joking about Tutu the other yeah. day. And Tutu came out and bowled oh, out. He did? Uh, I don't know who. Kevin and I were talking during the game. Kevin knew who he was, obviously. But uh, shout out to the rookie who they drafted uh, out of BYU, Puka Nakua. Yeah, Puka, yeah. I mean, two catches for 119. I mean, phenomenal game by him. He was making miraculous catch after miraculous catch. Mm-hmm. Stafford, Kevin and I were talking about this as well. Bro, Stafford, when healthy, man, he's dangerous, dude. It, it, it doesn't really matter who Stafford has. We saw him in Detroit, you know, even when even after Calvin retired. You know, if Stafford's healthy, bro, he can pick your part. He can pick apart your defense. He can. He and can. He did that. He, he threw great pass after great pass. Um, I was very impressed with how Stafford performed. I was very impressed how the whole Rams team performed. Very, very disappointed in Seattle. Um, I thought they should have won this game easily. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm with you. But you know what? It's week one. That's what happens, man. Week ones are always weird, right? You just never know. You just never know. And that's what happened this weekend. Um, now, Ben, you're going to love this. Dolphins and Chargers. Well, Ben, big baby, I love you. We love you, bro. We are, we're, we're brothers. But – the, Char- the Chargers are the Clippers, man. I, but I don't, I don't know what's with San Diego, man. It's a great city. I don't know if you've been there. It's a great city, beautiful city. I have great ladies over there. Great Bro, I, was stationed, I was stationed in San Diego for four years. Yeah, so, I mean, listen. I mean, they have, they have great people. They have, it's a great city. But, bro, it's just the Padres, the Clippers, the, um, you know, the Chargers. They always have talented teams. Is, is it fair to say, Ben, San Diego's curse? Their sports teams? Is it fair to say that? I mean, I guess so, bro. I mean, you look at – you look, just look at the Padres this year. Obviously, the Clippers and the Chargers are now in L.A. I mean, I, I, the fan base will always love them in San Diego. But um, I, I think it is safe to say, especially after what the Padres did this year, I think it's safe to say that that whole network is just cursed. No, because – it's just – listen, uh, by the way, shout out to Tua, man. You were without your Tua lineman, you know, um, uh, you know Tariq uh, Armstead. I mean, you had Austin Jackson out there. I mean, USC. Listen, I'm, I'm a USC he fan, but he's, look, he did not look good. Exactly. You, we, we know, we know why, Ben. But listen, Tua had a great game. Shout out to Tyree Kill, Ben. That was a great pickup of getting Barrios from the Jets. Shout out to the Miami, by the way, for doing that. Um, but I think what Chargers fans, I'll say this for a positive way for the Chargers, right? Kellen Moore, it, 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 that was a great pickup. Now Staley. I think Staley's more of a defensive coordinator, and and and, ben, and that's and that's and that's okay. And I mean, listen, some defense coordinators are not meant to be head coaches, like Todd Bowles, right? He's more of a DC, um, right? So it, it happens in the NFL, man. It happens. Jets coach, huh? Todd Bowles wasn't he a Jets coach? Yes, Jets coach. He he didn't do good that way that one either. And then you know, I'm just naming an example, right? So you know, so I mean. Listen, I mean, and Ben, let me ask you this. And I was talking to my buddy today. If if you ha- if Shanahan had this Chargers team, how far is 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 this team going? That's oh, going really far. I mean, you got Austin Eckler, who is like a a mini clone of CMC. I mean, Keenan Keenan Allen, Mike Williams, Quinshawn Junkins. Uh, who's their tight end? They have a good tight end as well. Oh, Palmer. Uh, Paul, yeah, Parham and Gerald Everett. I mean, this is a really uh, – you got Joshua Kelly as a backup running back as well. 
Herbert is your quarterback. I mean, you guys would, would and and y'all's defense and the defense that they that the traders have. Shanahan would do a lot of work with it. See, that's what I'm saying, man. It's the coaching. And you know what's crazy, Ben? Remember those two choices that they had? Staley or Brian Dable? Imagine if they would have picked that in Brian Dable. But it is what it is, Ben. So what do you got to say? I know you're a Tua fan, but he's, he went to Bama. And luck on what, hoping he'll leave Tua stays healthy for the rest of the year. Because if he can, this man can be dangerous. And shout out to Tyreek Hill. And Ben, Ryan Clark. And that obviously are very quiet right now. Go ahead. The floor is yours, my friend. Yeah, I mean, I'm happy for Tua. I was very, very impressed with what he was able to do, uh, like you had mentioned, without uh, his two offensive linemen, especially the one that they're paying, like, $20 million a year in Armstead. Yeah. Um, you know, I was very, very impressed. Uh, you know, thank goodness. Tua has two absolute speedsters in Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle. Oh, yeah. Um, I can see why Tyreek Hill loves Tua so much. I mean, 11 receptions for 215 and two touchdowns. Uh, that last touchdown that Tua threw. Beautiful, beautiful. Uh, beautiful throw. What an absolute catch by Tyreek Hill. Receive, DB was draped all over him. Uh, but once again, Tyreek Hill, what do you say about Tua? Tua is the most accurate quarterback that's, he's ever seen. That's facts. Uh, and you kind of saw it in that throw. That throw is crazy, absolutely crazy. Um, I believe Tua threw for the third most yards ever in an opening weekend. Um, so shout out to Tua, man, for that uh, break in history. Tyreek Kill trying to go for 2,000 yards on the season. He's definitely on pace for that right now. Um, that defense for Miami looking a little shaky. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, Obviously, with a couple injuries they got, um, that defensive line could not stop the run to save its life. Nope. Uh, they gave up, like, well over 200 yards rushing. Um, but I think both teams will continue to be good throughout the year. Uh, I think both teams will fight for playoff spots. Um, the only thing I want the outcome to be from this game is for people to stop saying, oh, Dolphins should have drafted Herbert over Tua. Like, it, it worked out for both franchises. Just let it be. Like, Tua got drafted in Miami. Justin Herbert got drafted with the Chargers. It, it is what it is. They're both good quarterbacks. Just let them play for the team that they play for. Yeah, it's fast. Fast. You're in your preaching, man. You're very, very preaching. And also, can you say something to Big, big Baby see the Chargers? And I, and I feel bad for Chargers fans, man, because they're very, very talented. It's just, it's just their problem pretty much is just daily, man. Did he blow the league against against the Jaguars? They Chargers really should have won the game, should have run the ran the ball, but it is what it is. It's just Staley's just not good, man. It's just he's more of a DC defensive coordinator, and that's fine, man. That's fine. But Ben, it's just, it's just how do you lose? Listen, I know Miami's great. They have receivers. I get that. But bro, like, but how do you have all this talent and just lose? You got Justin Herbert. You have the receiver. You have Eckler. You have, you know, a good defense. Like, I, listen, and the Chargers, they are cursed when getting injuries, too. Eckler, I heard Eckler is, is, is hurt right now. It's, that's not fortunate. But, but Ben, like, what can you say to Big Baby, pretty much? Like, it's, it's just, I mean, you can't blame him for doubting because if you're a Chargers fan, you have to doubt because they're cursed. I mean, at the end of the day, all, all I can say is football is a very dangerous sport. It is. Um, it's a bunch of big-ass dudes running around at full speed, hitting each other, damn near at full power. 
Um, you're going to get hurt. It is what it is. Does it suck? 100%. Sucks for the fans. It sucks for the player, most importantly. And it sucks for the organization that's having to pay that player money to, you know, while they're recovering. Um, you know, it sucks for everybody. But, you know, it, it is what it is. It's football. You're going to get hurt every now and then. Um, I doubt you could find many players who played the game of football and didn't deal with a single injury. Maybe a few played through every single injury, but I promise you every single player has had at least one injury. Yep, and that's a fact. Now, with that being said, Ben, I got to say this. Well, first of all, shout out to Jordan Love. And Packers still on the Bears, by the way. It's crazy. It's so damn crazy. Uh, and number and number two, I feel bad for Justin Fields, man. I really, really do. Um, this coaching staff is not good, and that's why people were not high in the Bears. I know they have receivers, but they still didn't fix the old line. They and Ben, how did Term, how did Termin Edmonds do this game? He didn't do shit the way I saw it. Um, so I mean, I, I, I listen. Low key, I want Fields to go to Atlanta because that's where he's from. Termin Edmonds led the team in tackles. What are you talking about? What? Who? Jermaine Edmonds led the team in tackles. What are you talking about? Oh my! Well, my bad. Well, I I, I didn't see that. Now, maybe I, I got to look again. But my, my my bad. Um, but listen, are you impressed with the Packers? Um, listen, shout out to Jordan Love. You know, you know, it's all right. He bought he balled out. Um, listen, I'm not really a fan of the head coach of the Bears, man. I'm I'm really really not. And what 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 can what can you say about Fields, Ben? I mean, it's it's listen. I feel kind of feel bad for the guy, but it is what it is. You just gotta stick it to it. Um. But it's the exact same shit as last year, Ben. The old line is still not great, and I mean, I, he does have better weapons than last year. But like, what do you what do you think it is, Ben? What do you think it is to help, to make Bears fans happy at least, at least? Um, I mean, I think Justin Fields needs to continue developing as a passer. Okay. Um, you know, just every aspect of of being a, a passer. Um, you know, just tinkering the mechanics a little bit. Um, you know, working on his footwork, you know, continue to work on his connection with his wide receivers. Uh-huh. Um, I, I think he can eventually get it. I think he has all the tools to definitely be to be a good quarterback. Yeah. Um, you know, we've been, I think we've been talking about this all, you know, for a couple of teams, all podcasts, but offensive line, I mean, no quarterback's going to survive behind a subpar or, or a bad offensive line. I mean, to uh, his first – Two and a half, three years in the league, he played behind one of the five worst old lines in football in, in Miami. Yep. <clears throat> you know, um, Justin Fields doesn't necessarily play behind a good offensive line. Yep. Uh, Sam Howell right now is not necessarily playing behind a good offensive line. There's, you know, Kenny Pickett's not necessarily playing. Oh, no, you're right. You're right. Um, and we're seeing what's happening to him. Joe Burrow doesn't even play behind a good offensive line, and we see what he has to do on every on every Sunday. To, to try and get his team to win. That's two too. But yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah. You know, when you have a battle line and your quarterback's constantly got pressure in his face, you know, a couple throws are going to get tipped and they might get picked off. You know, a couple throws, you know, might go over the receiver's head or it might go in the dirt because the pressure got to him. Um, or you might not, you know, the pressure might got to him too quick and he might get sacked. Um, you know, and the next thing you know, he might fumble. Um, so, number one, the Bears just got to get a better line. I think they have pieces around them. Uh, I think Roshan Johnson, who they drafted this year, was very was a very smart choice. 
Uh, he's a very young running back. He doesn't have a big workload on him, so he's kind of fresh for the NFL. Yeah. I think Khalil Herbert can work as a secondary back. It's not bad, yep. I really think Khalil is a, is a number one running back in football. I think they should start working on giving that responsibility responsibility to Roshan. Uh, the wide receiving core and their targets are good, man. I mean, you can't really add much more to that. Darnell Mooney is a nice slot receiver. Um, Cole Clement is a nice, is a really nice young up and coming tight end who is both can act as a blocker and is sneaky elite in the passing game. Uh, DJ Moore is very good. I'm sure as him and uh, fields played together, their connection will continue to grow. Chase Claypool, man, that's Chase. Chase, I think, is a, is a big key to this team. Yeah. Uh, Chase Claypool is supposed to act as the, the deep threat for this team with his size and his speed and his strength. Um, Chase Claypool needs to come alive for them. Um, defensively, I think there's still some question marks on this team. Yeah. But they still got some nice pieces. I mean, they got two of the best safeties in football. And Jaquan Brisker and Eddie Jackson. I like them, yeah. You can't really find too many secondaries that have a better better safeties uh, combo than those two. Um, you know, Kyle Gordon's a good DB. He's he, got to start playing a little bit better, though. Uh, he kind of fell off a little bit. Um, Yannick Ngakwe, uh, he, he played pretty well today. He's been playing well, uh, relatively decent for a couple of years now. TJ Edwards, Tremaine Edmonds, they both played very well today or in this game. Um, TJ Edwards had like 14 combined tackles. Um, he was all over the field. For the <clears throat> for the Packers, I'm not buying too much of the hype yet just because the Bears' defense is still a work in progress. Right. But shout out to Jordan Love, man. Oh, yeah. Two forty-five and three TDs. That's a very good, you know, first game performance. Um, Aaron Jones is huge for them. Mm-hmm. The massive game. The one thing I was questioning a little bit was I wanted to see more from Aaron Jones in the run game. Yeah, uh, he broke off that like one nice run. Yeah, um, and then <clears throat> they started giving the ball more spread out through throughout their running back core. But, um, you know, big one for them. They do own Chicago, you know, with or without Rodgers, with or without Brett Favre. It doesn't necessarily matter who the quarterback is, I guess. Um, if it's Green Bay versus Chicago, Green Bay most likely going to win that game. Um, shout out, you know, Green Bay's defense. I thought they did a good job. Yes, they did. fields. They didn't necessarily let let him break anything off for a massive, massive game, you know, on a continuous basis like mm-hmm. I thought he was going to do. Um, especially with the Packers' run defense wasn't necessarily the best last year. Uh-huh. I thought they were going to give up a lot more in the run. Uh-huh. Um, so, shout out to Packers for, for doing a little bit better job uh, stopping the run this, this game. I thought that was one of the big, big key difference makers. Yeah, now Cowboys and John. This was just ass kicking, Ben. Um, now obviously the better team won. I mean, listen, people didn't believe me. I said the Cowboys was going to kick ass this game on Sunday night because listen, the Cowboys defense is good. I mean, we know Dan what Dan Quinn is. Uh, Dak is good in the regular season. One, well, some games, but we know what Dak is. Um, 
you know, shout out to the running game for the Cowboys too. But it's more, it was mostly their defense. And I feel bad for Giants fans, Ben, because listen, I like their GM. He came from Buffalo. Um, you know, they do have, they do have talent on defense. Um, uh, shout out to, um, you know, the guy, uh, the guy um, from, um, um, you know, from the Cardinals, Isaiah Simmons. Um, but it's just they lost to a better team, Ben. Um, and the Cowboys are going to be a problem this year, man. I mean, listen, I know Cowboys fans are excited. But at the end of the day, they're going to be a problem, Ben. Uh, they, they are. Uh, I, lo- I love their defense. Um, especially, especially, I love their corners, obviously, with Diggs. And obviously, they got, um, excuse me, Bill Gilmore, Stephon Gilmore. Um, you know, um, it's. Um, I'm surprised they didn't play Trey at the end of the game. I'm surprised, but because that was a blowout. But, Ben, what can, what, what can we say to make Giants fans happy, man? Because, I listen, shout out to Brian Day, but he won Coach of the Year last year. But, Man, they got their ass kicked, Ben. I, I don't know what to say. And also, Ben, you were preaching about Giants. You should have paid more. Sa- you should have paid more with Saquon Barkley over Daniel Jones. But, Ben, owner, the owners, they love their white quarterbacks. And it is what it is. So, Ben, your thoughts. I, I, I hate the Cowboys, but at the end of the day, for this podcast, we got to keep it real. The Cowboys are good. But go ahead. I mean, since, since Daniel Jones then in NFL, He's absolutely abysmal against the Cowboys. Yeah, uh, he's got awful. I believe he's. I believe he's now one in seven against the Cowboys. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, he's he's horrific. He's he's awesome. He looks like an MVP when he plays Washington, but he looks like the worst quarterback in the NFL when he plays the Cowboys. Um, yeah, Dak didn't even have to do anything. This nope. Game. It was all defense. Tony Pollard was able to have a nice game. Um, you know, I gotta, I gotta give Tony Pollard an apology. Um, you know, I thought no way in hell after that injury so late in the season he was going to be ready for Week One. Same. Same for me, me and you, yeah, yeah. Let alone play well in Week One. Um, you know, five yards per carry, two touchdowns. Shout out Tony Pollard. My mistake. Um, you, you are running back one in the NFL. Um, I understand why they got rid of Ezekiel yet. Mm-hmm. Um, Very smart. Yeah, you know, receiving core, pretty relatively solid. Um, defense was just on point. Oh yeah, know? oh yeah. Uh, you know, hopefully they can. I mean, I hate saying this, but I hope they can stay healthy. You know, for their for their fan base and for the organization and for the players. I don't ever want to see injuries. But as a cowboy, as a Washington fan, I wouldn't mind seeing maybe one or two, <laughs> uh, but nah. I hope everyone stays healthy. I just want—I want to see good football. Um, Gilmore was a nice addition. Interception, uh, first game of the season. You know, everyone said, "Oh, he's too old, too old, too old." He got washed last year with the Colts. Um, first game with the Cowboys, interception. Good job. Um, What's his? What's the the deep? Michael Parsons, man. Jesus. Oh yeah. Um, you know, a lot of Cowboys fans weren't happy with with his selection on draft night. Um, they were hoping they went maybe a little bit different route. Um, you know, and then you know there was reports talking about they were going to play him at linebacker. Yeah. And everyone was like, "Nah, that's stupid. That's stupid. Play him at DN. He didn't want to play DN." Uh. They put him at the end anyways. He played it, and he's been one one of, if not the best DN in football uh, since being drafted. His his power, his speed, the technique he has, 
um, his ability to, to drop into coverage every now and then, mm-hmm. ability to stop the run, his ability to go after a quarterback, um, his ability to bring you down this, once he gets hands on you. He doesn't miss too many tackles. Um, Michael Parsons is should be a, a bona fide Hall of Famer when he's when he hangs up his cleats. I don't know how the Penn, Penn State does it, but they, they get talent all the time. They always uh-huh. do it, Ben. And also, you know who I also like? The, the, the missing player, Mozzie Smith. Him, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, Malik Hooker, good game. Um, Leighton Vanderesh, uh, when healthy, he, he's, he can be a very good uh, linebacker. Uh, Mozzie Smith, who they drafted out of Michigan. Yep. Tackle, very, very good. Look like he's going to be um, <clears throat> very, very nice and even more destructive uh, the, the longer he plays in the NFL. But most importantly, man, it's, it's I guess we just got to give all the the respect to uh, their D.C. Yeah, and, Dan Quinn. Dan Quinn, no, he's saving uh, Mike McCarthy's ass, Ben. Because what, remember, remember, what, remember. Third year there? Third year? Dan, Dan Quinn? <clears throat> yes, his third year now with him? Yes, yes. Remember, Ben, remember, uh, that was a that was a Jerry Jones move because, remember, Mike McCarthy – he hired Mike Nolan, and he was terrible, Ben. But go ahead. Dan Quinn is pretty much saving Mike McCarthy's ass. But go ahead. Keep going. It's all good. Yeah, I mean, Dan Quinn, he, he's he been offered job opportunity after job opportunity because of how well the Cowboys' defense has played. And he's turned them down to stay in Dallas. And we all know the longer a player stays in a good system, the better they're going to be. Uh-huh. Um, and so for him to keep staying in Dallas, um, and doing that and developing the guys and those guys getting an even better understanding of how he wants them to play and all the schemes, uh, that he wants them to be set up in, um, and the bond with the players staying on the team year after year. I mean, for, for now, as everyone's on the team, I mean, it's a very, very tough defense to go up against. Oh, yeah. Trust me. I'm afraid of them. Trust me, man. They got better. They got better. My only thing with them is this is this the offense, man, McCarthy. Can that come together in the playoff? We shall see, and hopefully they can stay healthy. We will We will see, Ben. Now, next game. Ben, I'm so heartbroken, man. You know, we, and we know why. You know what's crazy, Ben? I, I took a nap. I turned on the TV. I saw Rodgers went down. And I, I heard I, – I, I saw what happened. I saw the tackle. Obviously, Rodgers needed help. You know, the, the car the car came out. And, Ben, I felt bad for Jets fans because I, we love Marvin Sala energy. Shout out to him and Hard Knocks. But shout out to Xavier Gibson. Shout out to the Jets defense. We I love this Jets defense, man. I love their energy. And, obviously, we had to see Zach Wilson. And we know what he is. Listen, first of all, shout out to Brees Hall, man. I love Brees Hall. That was a great pickup of getting down with Cook. And Garrett, and Garrett Wilson, block, block. Please block for Breesaw, but that's not the hinder there, Ben. Listen, shout out to the Jets, man. Great win. And, jo- and Ben, we got to keep it real, man. The Buffalo Bills, they missed prime day, day ball because Ken Dorsey, this man is not a, a good OC, man. And Josh Allen, he looks like Wyoming Josh Allen, Ben. Honestly, he looks like rookie year Josh Allen. Turnovers, he's making dumb decisions, and that's why Stephon Diggs is getting uh, – well, he's going to stay in New York for a while, but – but sometimes this, that's why Dix gets pissed off, man. Like Josh Allen, I'm a big fan of Josh Allen, but at the end of the day, I gotta keep it real, Ben. He was not good yesterday. He's, uh, it's, he was not. I mean, I mean, he was. He did this last year, uh, in the second half of the season. So 
What do you got to say, man? I feel bad for Jets fans. Now Zach Wilson's going to play quarterback for them. Obviously, they're trying to get other quarter. I mean, they're trying to trade for one. Um, but we will see what happens. But as of right now, with Zach Wilson, right now I'm just heartbroken because I think I thought this Jets team was going all the way, especially with Rodgers. But now Rodgers got hurt. It's unfortunate, but it is what it is. Ben, your thoughts? And I'm very heartbroken for Robert Sala. I really am. Yeah, I didn't watch this game when it happened. I, I watched it afterwards. Um, I just want to start off by saying we got to get rid of turf. I agree. Um, and especially at MetLife. Like, whatever they're doing at MetLife, obviously it's not working. It hasn't been working. It's like, it's never worked. Um, this is like the millionth injury at MetLife. Yep. Um. I feel like almost every single season, two or three big injuries happen at MetLife. Nick Bosa, Samuel Thomas, yep, yep. Um, you know, I feel bad for the Jets fans. I feel bad for the Jets organization. They gave up a lot for Aaron Rodgers. They did. Um, you know, they catered to him even a little bit mm-hmm. on signing some of his former players. Uh-huh. Um, you know, so they, they gave a lot. Uh, for for Aaron Rodgers to be the franchise quarterback of this team this year, he was never given that permission to win Green Bay. But keep going. This is probably the and best. Good. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, three, four years, three, four plays in. What tore his Achilles? Yeah. 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 Um, he's thirty nine years old. You know, he'll be forty next year. Yeah. Going into next season, um, it's hard to come back from an Achilles. Period. Let yeah. alone at forty years old. Um, I wish him the best. Um, I feel bad for Garrett Wilson. Yeah. Uh, I feel bad for Alan Lazard. Yeah. I feel bad for Robert Sala now having to cater his offense a little bit. Um, thankfully they got Dalvin Cook. Um, I think Brees Hall and Dalvin Cook. That's a that's going to be a good duo. Obviously, yeah. that's obviously the best running back duo in football. If healthy, if I think healthy. it's not even close. I think Brees Hall being the primary and <clears throat> Dalvin being the secondary back. Um, I think that's going to take, you know, some mileage off of Dalvin, take off some responsibility. They still got Michael Carter too. Yeah. Michael Carter is a nice complimentary running back as well. Um, <clears throat> I think the one thing Jets fans should be proud of is that is, is the running backs. I think they should be proud they still have Garrett Wilson. I think they should be proud that they still have a they have a very good offensive line. Very good that, defense. That can provide protection. Um, very good, de- very good defense. Back. You have a very good defense. You have a defensive-minded head coach. Um, that's That defense is going to keep you in a lot of games, just like it did last year. Yeah. Even win you a few games, just like it did last year. Um. So, look forward to that. Um, I'm sorry you got to deal with Zach Wilson for another season. <laughs> it sucks, man. Uh, Buffalo Bills, I don't know what's going on with Josh Allen. Like you had mentioned. Yeah. Uh, like you mentioned. Um, he looks like Wyoming Josh Allen, man. <clears throat> I mean, he looks like Wyoming Josh Allen. He looks like his first two years in the NFL, Josh Allen. Pretty much. I mean, Josh Allen had that amazing year, that breakout season in 2020. In the first year, he got Stephon Diggs. <coughs> that was Brian Dable. <coughs> Keep going. 
that first year you got Stephon Diggs. He threw for what just under five thousand. Yep. His lowest interception season, I believe. And like you said, toward the back end of last year, he started turning the ball over, whether it was a fumble or interception. Um, he was inaccurate. Uh, and now, first game of the season this year, I mean, <clears throat> I get it. It's a, it's a, what, a divisional game, a conference game, but you shouldn't have looked like that. It was it was it was very and you're- bad. And then you're up thirteen to th- you're up thirteen to three, and Rogers went down. You should win that game. Yes, one hundred percent. But it is what it is, and the Buffalo Bills will learn from this. It's week one, so we they, they can relax. But which, by the way, I, I got to shout out one more person before we go. We do with the picks, Ben. I'll, I'll write it down for the picks. By the way, uh, shout out to Demar Hamlin. I'm, I'm I'm happy that he's back. Shout out to you, you Demar. Now, Demar Hamlin. Yes, sir. Now, week two, let's go. Vikings, Eagles. By the way, James Faber is not playing, and Nicole Dean is not playing. But I don't care. I got Philly. It don't matter. We know what Kirk Cousins is on primetime games on Thursday. So go, go ahead, Ben. The primetime Vikings, Eagles, and yep. Philly. Oh yeah. Oh, I got Philly, man. Um, we know. We know Kirk Cousins doesn't show up in primetime games. He doesn't. It doesn't. Uh, he threw for what three hundred week one. It's I expect. Kirk Cousins to throw for under 250 with two turnovers. Yep. Ravens at Bengals. I got Ravens. I got Ravens. Okay. Seattle at Detroit. Detroit's broke. Gibbs is going to have a good game. I got Detroit beating Seattle in Detroit. I got Detroit. Okay. Colts and Texans. Ooh. Mm. I'm going back and forth with this game, man. I'm going battle of the rookie QBs. Yeah, I'm going. Ah, shit. I'm going. I'm going. I'm going Colts. I'm gonna go Houston. I'm gonna go opposite of you. Okay. Okay. It was tough. It was tough. Bears and Bucks. I'm going Bucks. And it's in Tampa Bay. I can't believe I'm doing it too. I'm gonna go Chicago. Okay. Chiefs at Jaguars. Chris Jones is back. I got Chiefs. Chris Jones is back? Yes, sir. One year deal. Sign his extension? Yep. So that means the run game might suffer a little bit. Uh, you took Chiefs? Yep. I go Kansas City as well. All right. Okay. Packers at Falcons. I got Falcons. I got Packers. Okay. Raiders at Bills. Sorry, they freeze. Sorry, Jay. But I hope you guys beat the Bills, though. I'm going Buffalo in Buffalo. I got Buffalo as well. Okay. Chargers at Tennessee. Shit, the Chargers better beat Tennessee. I'm going Chargers. They better beat them. Chargers playing Miami week one. They're, yep, and they now they're playing Tennessee at Tennessee. I'm going to take Derrick Henry in Tennessee. All right, don't blame me. I don't blame me. It's hard. I, don't want to. I don't want to because it's Tannehill, but I'm gonna take, I'm gonna take it just because of Derrick Henry. I don't, and plus the Chargers' running defense is not good, Ben. I don't blame you. That's a smart move. Smart move. Just watch out for Henry. He's gonna have a big, big game. All right, Niners, Rams. Niners are just better. I mean, it's gonna be a Niner home game, and it's a Shanahan just owns McVay in the, in the regular season, Ben, and we have a good defense. So, I mean, unless McVay and Stafford, I mean, I mean. 
they do amazing plays against the Niners. I got Niners. I think Niners win. Will, will Purdy score 30 points again? Will he do it? I mean, ah, damn. I got Niners, regardless, though. What, what do you got? Purdy? How many times did Purdy get sacked last week? Three. But that was against uh, TJ Watt. Yes, TJ got to him three times. I mean, did he get sacked any other time? No. So he only got sacked three times? Yes, but we, that was, yeah, it was pretty much he did. Huh. All right, so it didn't matter. Um, I, I'm going to take, I'll take you. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean, how can, I mean, Ben, what can you tell Rams fan? What, what's your advice? How can you stop the Southern Niners offense? How? <laughs> Play your heart out, I guess. <laughs> oh, man. Giants and Cardinals. Well, Ben Bear, Giants better win this game in, in Arizona. So I got Giants, but man, if they if Arizona beats them, Lord have mercy. But Giants will beat them. They they should, right, Ben? They should. <laughs> Giants line was getting beat up a little bit. They were. Um, Connor's deep. They defense. They were they were challenging you guys a little bit. They were challenging us. They surprised the hell out of me. They got what Zamir White. Uh huh. Eagles. He was flying all over the field. Um, you got Buda Baker on the back end. I'm still going to take the Giants, but I think this game might be a little bit closer than people think. I agree with you. I agree with you. Oh, this is. Uh, by the way, um, uh, play every Cowboys player. I mean, it, I mean, Jets defense will play good, but I got Cowboys over Jets. And, and by the way, Zach Wilson prove everybody wrong to win this game. But there's no way in hell. I'm just keeping it real as a podcaster. So I got Cowboys over Jets in, in Dallas. If Aaron Rodgers was playing this game, I would have taken the Jets in a heartbeat. Me too, me too, me too. Um, but, yeah, I got to go Dallas. I do not believe in Zach Wilson whatsoever. But, hey, but Ben, bet the over that he will date someone's girlfriend. Don't, don't be surprised. All right, Commanders, Broncos. Ben, yeah, anything to say to Johnson Watson? Because I think I think Sam Howell is about to say, let's ride. I got Commanders over Broncos in Denver. It's going to be a good game. Very good game. Russell Wilson's going to regret. I think this is the second time we play Russ since he's been yeah, in Denver. Yep. Uh, I believe we beat him the first time, too. Um, but, yeah, man, it's, you're about to be 0-2. You're going to wish you would have came to Washington instead of going to Denver. We'd be we'd be contending for a Super Bowl if he would have came to Washington. Mm-hmm. So he's not um, gonna say, "Let's ride in Denver, let's ride." <laughs> no, he's gonna say, "I wish I would have went to a different team." Yeah, yeah. Uh, he's gonna say, "Let's ride on the plane back to Washington." That's what he's gonna say. <laughs> I love that. I love I, that. That's pretty I, funny. I expect us. I expect us to get to Russ. Um, that old line once again is not the best. Nope. Uh, I expect us to be able to stop the run game. Uh, we only really got to cover Cortland Sutton. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, uh, better. Pretty, you have the better receivers. Sure we have, have three to. corners. I'm pretty sure we have three corners and six DBs in total who can cover Cortland Sutton. And you have better receivers, so. Uh, yeah, Sam Howell. Sam Howell's just got to play a, a turnover-free football game. Uh, I think Jahan Dawson's going to have a very big game. I think Terry's going to get a lot of attention from Pat Sertain. So I think it's going to open up a lot from for Curtis mm-hmm. and and Jahan Dawson specifically. Mm-hmm. Dolphins at Patriots. You know what? I was thinking about Patriots, but you know what? The Dolphins are going to score, man. This is... right, go Patriots, go Patriots. I want the Dolphins. <laughs> oh, oh. 
No, no, Ben. How about no? I'm gonna, let, me go, let me go Dolphins, okay? I, I, I got Dolphins, all right? So I got Dolphins over Patriots. Saints and Panthers. I got Saints. That's easy. That's, that's, that's all the debate. Any advice for Bryce Young, Ben, for your boy? No, I wanted to go back and talk about that Dolphins Patriots game a little bit. Okay, Just go ahead. A little bit. Go ahead. Um, this is the showdown of Alabama QBs. You yep. know, it's Mac Jones, the, the man who took over for Tua. Um, you know, and then obviously Tua, um, he had a phenomenal season or a phenomenal career at Alabama. Uh, this, even despite his, his injury that he had that happened. Mm-hmm. Um, both of them are national champions. Yep. Like, like we can't just you know, avoid that. This, this is two national championship winning quarterbacks that played at the same school, uh, that played back to back after each other. Uh, so that's 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 awesome. Um, but yeah, I got I got Miami. I think it's gonna be close. Obviously, we know New England has a good defense. Will Eli Apple get torch? Yes. <laughs> Tyreek Hill, expect Tyreek Hill to have back-to-back 200-yard games. Well, no, I'm, I'm Eli Apple's with the Miami Dolphins, by the way, just to let you know. Oh, you, oh, oh they're teammates? Yes. I thought Eli went to New England. No, Damn. no, no. New England's secondary is good. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, then Eli Apple. I mean, Eli, he's just got to cover Juju. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. the hardest thing. Yeah, Patriots do. don't really have a number one, really. I mean, sadly, it is Juju the number one, but he's not a number one. He's more of a number one. We know, we know what Juju is, man. He's a number two, but it is what it is. I mean, the best weapon that the Patriots have is their tight ends, really. Hunter Henry and my guy, Jamash Shisiki. So, don't, and don't be surprised if my guy, Jamash Shisiki, does the giddy. So, shout out to you, Mom, Jamash Shisiki. You do really good with the giddy. But anyways, uh, with that being said. Uh, oh, yeah. Shisiki's playing his former team, huh? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, don't forget about that. So, my Sissiki revenge game. Look at that. Be be be, be very scary to my Sissiki. Anyways, Saints and Panthers. Any advice for your boy Bryce Young? I, I, I feel bad, man. I'm not gonna lie. Saints defense is good, man. Bryce, I hope you put up. Bryce, I really hope you put up the the upset. But I got Saints, man. I really do. I got Saints just because they're gonna they're gonna get the Bryce Young all day. They are, Cam, man. Cam, Cam Jordan's gonna get. Probably have two or three sets. All right, Ben. Big um, Bryce Young, Bryce, just pray for health and safety for the yep. whole game. Just pray, Ben. The big test for Cleveland: Browns at Steelers. Would I got? I got Steelers. Uh, you know what? I think Steelers come back and win. They go one and one. It's in Pittsburgh. Ben or Ben, you had Deshaun Watson in Cleveland. Do you think Cleveland will make some noise and say, you know what, we're going two and zero? And Deshaun Watson's back. I mean, Cleveland's been beating the Steelers the last couple of years. Yeah. Uh, obviously, we saw what happened in that postseason game, like, just two years ago. And that was Baker Mayfield, too, by the way. Yeah. Um, you say you have Steelers? Yeah, in Pittsburgh. I, I, I have Cleveland. I see Miles Garrett get to the quarterback. Hopefully, he doesn't hit Kenny Pickett with his own helmet. <laughs> Um, that was Mason but, Rudolph, but yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> obviously, I know it was Mason Rudolph, but I'm just saying, hopefully he doesn't go take Mason Rudolph's helmet and hits Kenny Pickett with it or something. <laughs> uh, Miles Garrett, just keep, keep keep the helmets on people's heads. Don't hit, don't hit them in the head with it. Um, but I got Cleveland. I think it's going to be a 10-point um, a game. Maybe. Okay, okay, shit. The kid goes 2-0, then... People were like, people didn't like Cleveland. Remember, Ben, if that happened, then Andrew might be right about Cleveland. We will see. So that's pretty much it. Me, so, Ben, you can give everybody your social media. Everybody can follow you, and I'll give them that mind. 
everyone can, everyone can go follow me at the sports veteran on both Twitter uh, and Instagram. You can find some of my sports articles and movie articles over on LinkedIn, just at Benjamin Fair. Um, but I do a lot of, like I said, sports writing, movie movie article writings. Um, I have some directing work coming out. I have some cinematography work coming out as well. So um, stay tuned for that. We're just working on edits right now. Should take maybe another week or two. But after that, uh, we'll get those uh, out for you guys to enjoy. Mm-hmm. I appreciate you. Of course, sir, course, so course, of course, of course, of course. Of course, of course. Of course. Of course. You guys can follow me at Respectable Vink and also, also my other account at Vinside824. Uh, this is episode 57. Uh, and uh, me and Ben will be back next week for week two recap and week three picks for y'all. And I'll be back tomorrow. I'll be back tomorrow uh, with my boy Kev and my buddy Samari. Uh, because me and Samari would do the who should we start for fantasy for this week, for week two. Uh, this week. So, Ben, you have a good week. I'll see you next week, my, my man. Have a great week, uh, a week and um, go Washington. And real quick, I got to give a shout-out to your Baltimore Orioles, Ben. I know people don't care about baseball in this podcast, but shout-out to you guys. You guys are, are you guys won 92 wins. And what, remember when Wayne said you guys would win 82 games? Now, look, now, now he's wrong. Look at that. But shout-out to your yeah, Orioles. How about that, Ben? Not, it's not just him. Uh, it was <clears> – <throat> I mean, they've been exceeding all odds. They they already exceeded all expectations that I even had for them. Um, but yeah, I mean, they're they're rocking right now. Second best team in baseball, best team in AL, best team in their division. Um, the offense has been on fire the last like 15, 20 games. Pitching staff has been really, really good since All Star break. Um, we just got John Means back today. Um, Batista, Felix Batista just started uh, doing a little bit of uh, pitching as well. So it looks like he could maybe make a, uh, a return when the postseason when the postseason comes up. Um, everyone's starting to get healthy, though. Um, you know, AAA team looks very, very good as well. Jackson Holiday's been playing well. He's been swarming up through <laughs> through the minors. Um, no surprise. You know, uh, we're about to get the what up the they can add two guys for the postseason run, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I'm excited to see who those two guys are. Um, I'll be shocked if it's Jack Jackson Holiday. Yeah, but I'll also be extremely happy if it's Jackson Holiday. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I expect it to be like Heston uh, Kirstad and maybe a pitcher. Yeah. Um, but I'm very very happy. Um. I haven't seen the Orioles probably this good. Just Maddie, pretty much. No, not even. Their their record might be like the same as what it was that year in twenty fourteen. Right. But this team hasn't been this good in my entire life. Yeah. I mean, bro, they're stacked. And you know what? I'm gonna be honest with you, Ben. I want you to be I want you and to be happy. I want the Orioles to win this year, man. Listen, I experienced the world championship. Fought four five years ago. I want you guys to experience the world championship, and I want and you'll probably be at the parade, right? I'm I'm sure you will be. So you know what? Let's go Orioles. How about that? So with that being said, I'll see you next Tuesday. Enjoy your weekend. Peace out. Thank you for coming, Ben. Peace. Peace.